Tonight on the podcast, we're talking more Ezra Miller drama, more Will Smith drama, Grant Gustinson replacing Ezra Miller as a Flash, Stephen Amell coming back to the Arrowverse, Moon Knight, and Doctor Strange 2 tickets crushing records right now. Crushing. 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 Lance, hit that music. It is Friday Night in Phoenix, and you're locked into the best damn pop culture podcast in all of the land, the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I am Lance. I'm Sticks. Hey, Sticks Boy's joining us. Why do you got to hey, keep guys. putting these, like, these, these, like, you know, dis- I don't know if you call them disclaimers or what, but these qualifications of pop culture podcast. We are the best damn podcast, you know, ever. I just, ever. I like to stand out. Amongst the crowd, Everybody even if I have to shout out imitators. loud, tonight is the only thing you'll see. We're gonna stand up so you notice me. All right, <laughs> little, little power line there for anybody. No, no, all right. Oh, Listen, dear. if you're new to the podcast and just checking us out, I want to say thank you. If you haven't yet, please make sure to like and subscribe to the channel, it helps us tremendously. Um, we're here for your geek pleasure every Friday night, every um, Friday without yeah. fail. Sticks, how are you doing, man? Welcome back. It's good to have you back again. Thanks for having me back. I'm doing good, guys. How about yourselves? On an episode, maybe I can get through all of without having internet issues or some <laughs> sort of issues. I was going to ask, uh, how, how's, how's the squirrel situation over there? Is it, oh. Are you still gnawing on your wires? Or? Oh, I shot him. He's dead. Okay. That's the way it should be. I, I may or may not have peppered my, the ceilings of my house with the uh, 12-gauge, but he, he's I got him. I think 12 gauge on a squirrel is a little bit of an overkill. I think, I think you might have just Mission obliterated him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably should have went with buckshot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I did find a little piece of fur that I, I gave to, to Max af- to use as a merkin after he said that he felt a little <laughs> naked after using the manscaped. So I gave him a little all natural merkin and, and he seemed to be happy. So, oh man, that's, that's oh, why oh. he's not here today because he said he had to model it. I, I don't, you know. He said he found someone on Craigslist he needed to model it to. I don't pick on his business. I just so cool so he got a he it. got a pube toupee or toupee. Yeah, toupee? American pube. Yeah, Is that ring. what that's called? Is that the official terminology for a pube toupee? Yeah, it's American? American. Yeah, I had no idea. I just was letting you go with the American thing. I thought it was something you just made up. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A pube toupee is called a American. The more you know. Who says you don't learn things on this show? It's like an episode of Reading Rainbow. Right? (laughs) Just helping the kids. Just teaching the kids, man. We do it for the children. (laughs) For the children. Someone think of the children. Yeah. Yeah. The children. The children are our future. Teach them well. Let them lead the way. What about you, Lance? What's going on with you? Nothing much, man. Just excited for. I know, I know. This is a geek podcast, but as you guys know, I'm a sports fan, and uh, I'm just excited for it. I'm just kidding. You are Sorry. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm can I kidding. tell our listeners? Because I, I, t- I said this before we started. Matt gave me so much shit last week for coming on at 7:28. Sticks. What time did Matt come on the show tonight? <laughs> oh God. 
Five minutes ago? <laughs> Listen. It's 7.35, so it's five minutes else. ago would be correct. You I win a chocolate. Mistakes. <laughs> so last week when I'm sitting here for a half hour by myself, and not one, but two of the co-hosts of this show roll in at seven at 7.28, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to sit there. Oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to enjoy my dinner with my fiance. I'm going to, I'm just going to chill. And then I looked at my clock and I was like, oh, I should probably go. And I expected Sticks to be the only one here. And boy, was I wrong. Which is horrible that Sticks is our guest. And he's like, he was like totally cool. The fact that Sticks would be here by himself. I I, I didn't say I was cool. That That was what he was expecting, I guess. No, I deliberately did not text you like, hey, you coming? Because I wanted to see how close you'd get to the start of the show just so I could give you shit like you gave me shit. (laughs) At least I'm here. I'm like some other people. That's true. That's true. Max is uh, Max got to work out using his Manscaped. Uh, yeah, so much so that he had to have a Merkin. He asked me to make him a Merkin out of the squirrel I killed. He, he's on an IV drip right now. He he exhausted a lot of his. Uh, <laughs> got dehydrated trying to trim that that weasel. Yeah, I heard he got a little out of control, and then you know, shake it once, that's fine. Shake it twice, that's okay. Shake it three <laughs> times. Now you're playing with yourself. And now he's got a little carpal tunnel, and he had to go get his tennis elbow and his carpal tunnel checked out. So so we've had we've had three no two musical references tonight. You've quoted two two songs tonight. So far, yeah. <laughs> That's all the show is. Man. We're just gonna <laughs> Only start seven minutes in. Yeah. This, or, well, this could be our minutes. musical episode. There you go. <laughs> Every, it seems like everyone's gotta have one, right? Every sitcom has to have at least one musical episode. Hey, you can sing Carry On by Wherever It's Done. There you go. Hell yeah. There'll be peace um, when you are done. <laughs> Lay your weary head to rest. Hey, your mom's on the on the chat, man. I gotta say thank you Lance, to don't her. Don't you cry no more. <laughs> don't you cry no more. See, I sing it. I'm not doing this. Where's like my guitar this, uh... hero guitar? <laughs> Watch, we'll get a fucking copyright strike or something for DMC oh, I know, right? for music just for singing it. But well, what were you uh, praising your mom for? Um, not my mom, but your mom. Oh, well, she's it, a lovely woman. Yeah. <laughs> no, she defended us against some fucking Karen on the on the comments last week. Yeah, I love those Karens. It said we are building a, a and this is coming from and Ish. I'm I'm not assuming like Ish. Do you have daughters? No, he's only got Ish. You mean Sticks? Uh, Sticks. Do you have daughters? I have one daughter. Yes. One daughter. Okay, we're all fathers of girls, and this lady said that we are complicit to uh to uh, raising or to uh the detriment of society for for women i guess or something to that effect and your mom was a fucking champ and defended us because we don't condone violence we do condone violence i mean matt's a big uh wrestling fan (laughs) i sat there and i read that and i was like there's no doubt in my mind she's talking about lance this what is 100 targeted at lance you know what's so funny dude you know what's I'm so just funny kidding. i'm just kidding lance no i know i said some inflammatory things dude i i know that no, you really didn't nobody really did. well i kind of called jada out for some bullshit uh you know she's got alopecia she's not got she's, she doesn't have leukemia or something you know what i mean like she's losing her hair 
Okay, there's worse things. All right, so I did say that. But then what's funny is is I was like, oh man, I sh- I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, dude, all I've seen are video clips of these comedians saying the exact same goddamn thing, <laughs> you know, yeah. about you know Ricky Gervais and and all these people just coming to Chris Rock's defense it was awesome. She was a hypocrite. You're absolutely right. So we don't need listeners like that. We need listeners like your mom. What are you going to do? The world today we live in is full of Karens and full of just everyone needs a participation trophy. So whatever. What are you going to do? Keyboard warriors everywhere. Hey, but you know what? I applaud her and I thank her for not only watching the episode, but for (laughs) taking the time out of your day to leave the comment. I appreciate that I was appreciate more than a comment. That she wrote a, got a in, novel there. <laughs> I appreciate that. We got into your headspace and we got into your life so deep. Rent free. Yeah, that you had to leave a comment. <laughs> and we're probably still there to this day. So I appreciate you Rent for checking us out. Free. I bet you she didn't leave a subscribe, but that's all right. You know. Just I'll just take solace in the fact that we now live in yeah, like Lance said, we now live in your head rent free. We didn't sign a lease. We're just squatting. Yep. You know? And I applaud it to anybody you show it to, and you're like, look at these disgusting pigs and their disgusting take on what Will Smith did defending his wife. <laughs> oh, the best Never. one I saw, the best one I saw was, uh, and I, I don't remember who said it, it was another comedian. He was saying, you know, he his joke was kind of like a dad joke, right? The G, it was like, oh, G- it was the dude from The Office. Or not, not from the office. The dude from um, uh, Workaholics. I can't remember what, what character he plays on Workaholics. Um, I'm familiar with that. I know what I know what you. Yeah, well, he was saying he's like the dude, like basically said, you know, GI Jane too. Ah, you know what I mean? Like it was so like <laughs> such a dad joke. It's not like he called her like Gollum or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Eric- it could have been way worse. Eric Griffin, he played Montez on work on uh, Comedy Central's Workaholics. See, see, I didn't, I didn't even know that he was from Workaholics. Yep, I I watched that show very um, sparingly. Like, good show. I love that show, but it's not a show that I'm like, you know, I I didn't catch it when it was on the air. Like, I caught it at the tail end, right? It's not a show that I'm like, oh fuck, I need to watch all these, right? Like Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny, I watched the first episode and I had to finish it all. Right, Workaholics is like, oh, nothing else on. I guess I'll put on Workaholics. I need to laugh tonight. But nope, eventful week, a very eventful week. Long week for me. I'm so happy it's Friday. Me too, man. Because I get to hang out with dragged. all of you beautiful people. I was gonna go and see. <laughs> Uh, so I was going to go see Sonic yesterday and my fucking kid got sick. So now we're going tomorrow, but it's getting awesome reviews. Your so kid excited. made a, mir- a miraculous recovery in one day that they can go to. He had tomorrow. like a 24 hour, like stomach bug thing mm-hmm. that's been going around. A lot of kids have been getting yep. it, but it, it only lasts 24 hours. So I'm just hoping that the other kid doesn't get it. So he got it. Nobody else is showing symptoms. It looks like it just went to him, but. We're holding out hope. So what you're saying is you need a hero. Dude, that's the song that was in my head. <laughs> you're holding out for a hero to the end of the night. 
He's got to be strong and he's got to be fast and he's got to be fresh from the fight. That is the fucking song that was in my head when I was talking. <laughs> oh, man, but I didn't want to steal your thunder, Matt. Hey, I mean, if you can get it in no, there. No, it's man. your gag, man. It's your gag. You take it. Listen, I'm, I'm just can... I'm just here I'm just here to to uh to peddle a brick oven pizza propaganda. <laughs> I love that you're <laughs> I got the brick oven pizza. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna be good. I am I'm working hard to get like Home Depot or something to sponsor us for brick ovens. They could sponsor us and come sod my backyard. I only said Home Depot because they sell bricks. I have no fucking idea who makes brick oven pizzas. I can't think of one company that makes brick oven pizzas. Man, if only you had something that had like the power of the internet. Like who makes brick oven pizzas? Like this wonderful device that we're on right now. Right? See, this is a this is a self made this is a self made brick oven. Some some Italiano made that, I'm sure. Hey, Prego. He's in there. So, oh man! Uh, oh, there's a watch. video on YouTube. Chef steps pop up wood fire brick oven pizza. This dude literally stacked like sixteen bricks on top of each other and a couple cement slabs. And yeah, there's not a fire. lot that goes into it. There's not a lot that goes into it. It's it's literally like a chimney. Yeah, you know. Yes, it's it's a brick cave with a with a chimney, and mm-hmm. you put your pizza in there. That's why when I brick. said Pizza Hut had it, like I I was like, what the? F- why is this such a hard concept? Like, why are you guys bragging on me for this? <laughs> it's not like I said they, you know, you with every I, with every pizza you get a, t- a twenty four karat gold bar or something like that. All right, I'll let you in on something. It's uh, not it's not about the fact that you said it. It's how adamant you were about. It. I'm still adamant. <laughs> that's, that's I'm still that, adamant. That's what makes the joke funny. Is how I do adamant think you it, are about I, it. I think I do think it's some hallucinatory like, like I do think I'm hallucinating it, but I believe it. It's like in my mind's eye, dude. Like you had a 16 hour straight Bible study <laughs> session, and just the word of the Lord and the gospel just overtook you. Oh, I prayed about it. I felt yeah. the, I felt Jesus run through my body. You could you couldn't like look away, and yeah, you were praying and hallelujah. Yeah, and were, he said, Lance. Jesus. Yeah, there is one Pizza Hut in the entire world in Gilbert, Arizona. <laughs> you must go there. You must go there. If you build it, they will come. Dude, I want to watch Field of Dreams now. <laughs> Such a good fucking movie. You're oh, like man. the second coming of Jesus. You turn regular pizza into brick oven pizza. Hell yeah. I sent you to Pizza Hut. I'm going to send you to Pizza Hut, and I'm going to spare you the runs, and instead you're going to turn pizza into brick oven pizza. It is the fast food of Pizza Hut. It's like Burger King of pizza joints. Oh damn! Damn. That's yeah, we're not shot. we're not getting a sponsor from Pizza Hut anytime That's soon. Until, like, I, I don't know if I would compare it to. The no, I guess Little C- Little Caesars is probably the Burger King of. of no pizza way, joint. dude! Little Caesars is good. No, just as far as like cost comparison. Five dollars for a fucking large pizza. That's pretty. Yeah, good. I don't even know how they make money. Well. Essentially, what, how much do you think it make they pay for the ingredients? Well, and considering this, in this, we've seen more inflation this last year than we have in the last four decades, or something ridiculous like that. You know, within a year, 
I'm pretty sure those pizzas still cost five bucks a pizza. <laughs> they do. And I'm okay with it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Unless they're getting their ingredients from third world countries that need the money that bad for 50 cents. From third world countries and the, and the meat is actually coming from like from yeah. like the lowest of rodents from those third world countries. Like one hundred percent wombat. The pe- the pepperoni's not pig, it's like guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, I'd be alright with that. It's Havelina. See they Havelina. They're, they're yeah. a Detroit company, but they come to Arizona on on during the winter and they hunt Havelina. And they get enough to stockpile the big pepperoni for their five dollar pizzas. There was a Havelina in my neighborhood. I saw it on Facebook like a week ago in in like the bulletin Facebook bulletin what? thing cuz cuz they run wild out here in the desert and it, stuff, you know. And apparently it was in the rodent? middle of the neighborhood. Is that a rodent? A javelina? It's like in the rodent it's like a family, wild yeah. No, isn't like a wild pig? It's considered in part of the rodent family. Is it? Uh, actually, yeah. I have to look that. I've never heard of it. And they're stinky bastards. It's like I, a I, hairy pig. It looks like a yeah. hairy pig. They're wild out here. They're a nuisance, but they're actually part of the rodent family. And well, I didn't realize that. I, I thought they were like I thought they were like little hairy wild pigs. Essentially, that's what they are. But they're part of the rodent family. It's nuts. That is nuts. What your mom Chinese COVID bodies? Yeah, I missed something. <laughs> your mom says Havelina or Satan. Probably. I've never seen one up close. Like I'm, I'm trying to picture what they look like, and and I and I have a general image, but I'm not even sure it's correct. You don't know what a javelina looks like? I'm just not sure. It's not something that, like, I could tell you what a coyote looks like, but it's not a javelina is not something that I've, you know. Yeah, I've never heard of it, so I never seen it. Chinchilla. I mean, chupacabra. It may not exist, but I know what it oh, looks. Oh, I've like. I've heard of chupacabra. Better watch out for chupacabra. <laughs> Yeah, okay, it's exactly, it's kind of like a mini warthog. Yeah, it's essentially a little pig, like I said. A, yeah. a pot-bellied warthog? Yeah, they're like rodents, pig. huh? I thought they were yeah. pigs. Nope. I didn't realize that. Or cactus, they call yeah, they call them cactus pigs. But Interesting. Mm-hmm. They're, actually they're violent rodents. little bastards from what I heard. Yes, they are. Uh, huh. but, I never uh, knew you had those out there. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of like we we're kind of like the Australia of the United States. We we got a lot of fucked up things here in Arizona. <laughs> I've been there. I've I've seen some of the stuff you got. There, Scor- scorpions the size that. of your hand. I've seen those cockroaches that'll literally eat your face. Yeah, about those. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, what are they called? What are those things called? They're like this big. Cicadas. Um, we have those too, but we have those, but they're like. Oh, what are they called? I don't remember. I'll oh, talk about it later. The big fucking ones. Your mom said we're talking about Little Caesars ingredient sourcing, and I made a cannibalism joke. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. What are those big fucking cockroaches called? Big fucking cockroaches. <laughs> uh, like Paula Ver- No, Paula Verde Beetle. That's something else. I don't know. We got lots of fucking. I don't know. I th- no, they have them in Florida too, because they used to be my grandparents' garage all the time and you know, find them dead they're big motherfuckers so yeah they're like four inches long centipedes dude. rattlesnakes fucking gila monsters we got it all out here yeah. you know go to, most of it's in tucson a lot of it's in tucson um tucson sucks so you don't want to go there anyway 
Well, they just go to the dirty part of Arizona. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> when I was there, I was in surprise. So. Hey, that's where I am. That's where you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Speaking yeah, my father of, lived out there. See, I live. I live in the like. Well, I'm not sure. Like both ends, like on the east side and the west side, they have like really desert part. I'm in a super desert part, where it's like dirt all around me. That's because he lived in. He lives in like. Be a fucking E, and he's living in the last part of Arizona to be like industrialized. But do you know that we're the densest? We're the densest, uh, like as far as population is concerned, we're the densest um, uh, area or something like that in the state. It's crazy. If we if we be so, we're trying to get the city's trying to get incorporated or whatever, which makes them an actual city. We'll be the fourth largest city in the state of Arizona. Lance Lance is gonna wear that badge proudly. He's making a plaque. No, I want to get the fuck out, dude. There's too many people here. <laughs> there is too many people here. That's gonna be the country now, an actual city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what we're now like. We're just like a township or something. Municipality, like that. probably. Yeah. But. Oh so yeah, your mom said tarantulas and wolf spiders. But you guys are exaggerating hugely. <laughs> We're on a podcast. That's what you do. Brown recluse. Have you heard of those spiders? Black Snacks? widows. Yeah. Brown recluse literally like like they bite you and it rots a hole in your in the yeah, but they have those everywhere. That's but I'm sign, think yeah. I think they're I prominent think they here. Cool. They're dead. I think they're, they if they go more closer to warm areas like where I'm at. I mean, we get winter and they probably die off up here. Yeah, but you get big old fuckers here. But I remember I went to Missouri and and somebody's like, "Hey, if you're gonna I'm go sorry. into the woods, like you, <laughs> if you're gonna go into the woods, because like uh, woods. where <laughs> where we were at, like, hey, hey, your mom, that's not the only small thing Lance has. <laughs> hey yo, uh, his the, his backyard like hands. backed like a big like wooded area, and we were gonna go in there and like paintball or something like this, this was years ago. I don't remember what we were doing. But they're like, hey, if you do that, you need to like put your jeans down and put your socks around the bottom of your jeans and stuff. Cause ticks will get Duck you on like, fucking ticks. Like, so I had this fear of getting bit by a tick dude. And I've been around scorpions and all this other shit my whole yeah. life, but ticks scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lyme disease is no joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what actress has that Lyme disease? Um, Some big actress. Can't remember. Is it Amanda Bynes or something like that. I don't think so. I, I'm saying names right now that have not. Yeah, been. don't be slandering people. Like yeah, that. I'm saying names right now that I have not done any research on. I, I, I know there, there's an actress. I just can't remember who it was. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> I don't know. Jessica Rabbit probably does have Lyme disease. Amy Schumer had Lyme disease. Was Amy Schumer the big one? Yeah. It was some comedian or something. <laughs> Leftover Zaggy says Robin Williams. Oh, it was Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. That's the one I was thinking too. of. Yeah. Yeah, Shania that's Twain, the one I was thinking of. Alec Baldwin. But is that something that lasts like forever? Apparently, Ben Stiller. Depends on how bad you get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, depends on how bad you get it. <laughs> Former President George W. Bush, Kelly Osborne. Apparently, a bunch of people have had Lyme disease. Wow. Wow. Corona. <laughs> Your mom says all actresses have it. It was trendy for a while. It was like cocaine in the 80s, Lyme disease in the 2000s. Yep. <laughs> they used to have Lyme disease parties. And denim in the 90s. Cocaine in the 80s, denim in the 90s. 
Lyme disease in the 2000s. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's stop talking about what diseases actresses do and don't have. Chlamydia. <laughs> um, get into a Matt. little bit of little bit of geek news. Geek news. Lance, you're supposed to be controlling this, aren't you? Oh, f- I said I play the video. I didn't. I forgot to do. That I thought you were filling in for Max. You guys are like. I guess I should brain, be. So. Hey, 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 hey! No you one. You guys share can, one brain. So no one can take uh, Max's place. I mean, yeah. Solo Wookie says Amy Schumer is Lyme disease. <laughs> Dude, speaking of her, I saw. Um, you might have shown me this, or you might have brought, but that joke she said to Stevo, or did I say this on the show? The joke she said to Stevo at Charlie Sheen's roast about. Yeah, Ryan Dunn dying, and it should have been Steve. Oh, that was fucked up, dude. It still pisses me off every time I think about it. <laughs> Fuck oh. Amy Schumer. All, All right, Ryan Dunn. Go so on, time for that. geek news. Yes, yes. Ezra Miller making his triumphant return with the the mugshot that will never die. Came out this week that D or that uh, WB had an emergency meeting to discuss his future in the DCEU and that they would be shelving all projects he was involved in moving forward. Um, then they came out yesterday, I believe, and refuted that, saying that, Mesrin, that that meeting never took place and they have no plans to pause anything with him right now or in the future. My question is, this dude, man, how does he keep getting off? Like... All right, we'll, we're, we're going to get into the Will Smith stuff later, but, like, Will Smith slapped a dude on stage. All right, we get that. That's he's not as big of a name. You know, well, dude, still, but he's he's trying to be the face of a a, a franchise that's struggling, and, and they're trying to, to rebuild it. So, you know, he can choke out a fan overseas. He can... Yeah. basically threatened to kill a woman and her husband and steal all their belongings and still just we're cool you know blind eye to it like we're cool i completely here. agree i completely agree with you like what he did is way worse than what will smith did right as as much shit we've been giving will smith the last two weeks on the show what he did is way worse but he's just the only difference is one name one is named will smith well and the other one's because- not I'm eccentric, and he just gets eccentric out of eccentric and threatening to like. I, didn't he say, "I'm going to kill your slut of a wife"? Oh yeah, the exact yeah. quote. <laughs> and he stole all their like yeah. personal information and credit cards, and yeah, no, what he did was was horrendous. But he, the thing is, his name's not Will Smith. I mean, and like, and cancel like culture the- goes after the big names. That's that's the whole thing with cancel culture. They want to go after the biggest of the big. Well, and like all of the the rumors about like it's coming out now, like now, like, but the the pylon train is coming to him, but he just seems to be like he's in the matrix and just dodging all of it, like what? because now it's coming out that he was basically unruly and he was having breakdowns and just all around not a fun person to work with on while filming the Flash. So it's like the Flash all, or Justice League, the Flash. Oh, I didn't realize it was flat. Yeah, what I think is going to happen, and I don't think Grant Gustin's going to replace him. I don't. I think they're. I don't think that's going to happen. But if they see the Flash as a viable um, franchise, which I'm hoping it is, the Flash is one of my favorite characters of all time. They're going to find a way to ex- like recast him. 
you know, a la Don Cheadle and and uh, uh, who played him before? <laughs> who played oh, War Machine God. before? What the hell's his name? Terrence Howard. Or Terrence Howard. Ter- yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Just just recast him and start over. Uh, my thing is, is that what you know? Johnny Depp gets fired from all these things. Nothing's proven. Amber Heard is still working. She has a whole bunch of allegations. She's not fired. Ezra Miller's working. His allegations are proven. He's still working. Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. He's banned from the, you know, we'll talk about that more in a a little bit. But it's like double standard everywhere you go, right? There's no, just just pick your morals and and, and stand on them. You know what I mean? Your, Your morals are your morals that's why they call them your morals it's your it's your north star right it's your it's your it's your center pick your morals and stand on them but don't you can't constantly change the rule i mean louis ck was um you know canceled for three years he just won a grammy for masturbating in front of women you know way worse than what will smith he won it he won a Grammy for best comedy album just a week ago. Oh, okay. I was gonna say he won a Grammy for masturbating in front of women. Like, no, <laughs> how do you get out of that? Like, no, he won best comedy album at the Grammys just a week ago, and people were in an uproar because in just in 2017, he that whole masturbating thing came out. Yeah. So I mean, it, it Hollywood like, Hollywood is is a representation of of what the world shouldn't be right you you put put politics and all that stuff aside right there is that like the good old boys club and protecting people because they bring in dollars or or whatever or scientology protecting people because they're because they're because they donate to their church or all these things that are happening all these things that are happening in hollywood are are examples that we should use to not allow society to live by yeah he was cranking his yank. Oh, what did you say? Yanking the crank in front of women. Is that better? Leftover. Yeah. Instead of well, masturbating, um, yanking, yanking the kraken. <laughs> your mom says they fired Johnny Depp from. Oh, let me put it on. This. There it is. They fired Johnny Depp from Harry Potter for being a shit. At the very least, they should fire this dude for Harry Potter too. This feels a little worse than Depp's. He might have beat his crazy wife. Yeah, and I heard I've heard a lot of people say that like in the new Harry Potter, the D- Secrets of Dumbledore, or whatever. Like his performance is very phoned in. Like who, Johnny Depp? No, 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 no. Yeah, um, Millicent yeah, Miller. Miller. Oh, Miller. Ezra Miller. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if if what's being said about what he did on the Flash, I wouldn't be surprised because it's it, people are saying that on the Flash set he was losing it. He, but he wasn't and he was having meltdown but he wasn't like violent but he was screaming that he didn't know what he was doing he was very self-critical um he would get a thought in his head and start screaming i don't know why i'm doing this or what i'm doing so you know it just seems like he's very he's got some self-destructive tendencies that he needs to. well it sounds like drugs it sounds like meth well I'm, and i'm not and i'm not trying why to, is I'm meth not, always the first first drug everyone goes to well, Dude's crazy. Cocaine, must be meth. Well, cocaine, you get real hyper and stuff. Like there's, it, it, it's meth is the one that really like meth and heroin and stuff. Like heroin is so you can't really function on heroin, right? But meth, like you have people that can function pretty highly when they're on meth. Zaggy says it's coke. 
I don't think it's I don't think cocaine does that to you. Like, yeah, maybe it might cause anxiety, but these crazy outbursts. Like, there's no hallucinogenic properties to cocaine. And you lose weight. Well, maybe I need to start snorting coke then. <laughs> well, no, she but, was saying, yeah, I don't. Oh, I see. I I didn't realize. Uh, leftover said the and you lose weight part. Yeah. But to me, like I I've had I have lots of friends that have been on meth and heroin and cocaine and all these things like um, prescription medications and stuff. Prescription make, medications can make you do some crazy shit too. But cocaine, it just it doesn't it doesn't track for me. I agree, Zaggy. I want Hollywood problems too. <laughs> um, I just want the Hollywood paycheck to go with the Hollywood problems. Yeah, but more money, more problems. That's all right. But the, it's the more money part that it's got my attention. <laughs> I just don't want to. Um, I want enough money to not have to worry, but I don't want so much money to where I'm doing stupid shit. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a I just balance. want enough money to be able to pay my bills and never have to look at my bank account. I don't want Elon Musk money because I will do stupid shit. But I kind of want like CEO of a Fortune 500 company money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> See, Zaggy says, yes, I am fine with more money and more problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something I think I think shit's going to hit the fan here soon as far as his career is concerned and um, or 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 he's gonna have to be doing it even if it's not drugs say it's you know we saw amanda Bynes go through these that's the second time we brought up her name tonight we saw amanda Bynes go through some crazy shit and mo- most of that was to mental deficiencies and bipolar disorder and all these things right and yeah. she went to rehab for that stuff like we may see him going to rehab he might i i just he didn't hurt anybody right uh no like choke someone out well, yeah, well that sure. was that was the other that was the other altercation from a from a year or so ago, right? But the but this like Hollywood thing, he didn't hurt anybody. No, no, no. he just broke in, threatened no, people, it was, stole. It stuff. wasn't Hollywood. It was in he did it in Hawaii, but yeah, Hi, Hawaii. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean Hollywood. Um, it's very possible that he may not even see jail time, and they may put him in a rehabilitation program. Zaggy said, yeah. "I already do stupid shit." Zaggy, see what you missed out the boat on is you should film it. Send it to MTV, and then you can be like Johnny Knoxville and get rich for doing dumb shit. They will not open or view your submissions. Well, they probably did before Jackass became a thing. <laughs> Jackass is the reason they came out with that disclaimer. Now all mm-hmm. their shows have it, ridiculousness and everything. I See, I think that's bullshit, though. I, would, I think ridiculousness will look at them and then wait and put them on TV later. Because I, I find it hard to believe that they just scour the internet for these I, I think they got a team of probably like 10 people. Maybe that their entire job is to surf YouTube and TikTok and that's what they use interns for. You just put a sticker on it that says totally not a video of me doing dumb shit. (laughs) It works every time. But it's actually a video of you of you lighting a firecracker with your teeth. (laughs) Or in my butthole. Yeah. These are these are real things that we've seen on ridiculousness. Both of these things. Someone put a rocket or a firecracker in their teeth and someone lit a firecracker in their butthole. Fucking or, idiots. Or, you know, <laughs> butt chugging a beer and farting it out. Or... Well, Steve-O did that. Yeah. In the movie. Oh, yeah. I know. You know, but I don't know. I mean, I'm guilty of, of being one of those people that was like, fuck yeah, jackass, and going out and doing 
stupid shit like pushing each other down the hills and shopping carts or you know we were doing that before jackass Try, pretending to go fishing in the middle of a road where the well, traffic's there in a manhole cover and you know <laughs> dumb shit like that yep but what are you gonna do but spe- but along the line so continuing off the Ezra Miller stuff now that he's in hot water again in DC seems to be just letting her go letting her pass by fans have started calling for Grant Gustafson to take over the role of Flash moving forward in any future DC projects. No. Do you guys want to see the 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 CW Flash make that jump to the big screen? No. Um, I like him as Flash though. Like I I, I like, like I like him as Flash. I like him, but if they're trying to create this um this like kind of darker darker world like they have been with the DCEU, um because I mean their lightest movie is what Shazam is the lightest yeah. movie that they have, and even then, it's still nowhere near as light as the CW Arrowverse. <laughs> Fucking Zach, yeah, butt chugged a beer. You do get drunker faster. <laughs> he says fasters, so he must have already done yeah. that tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Grant Gustin to me just doesn't look like the kind of actor that that would be believable in that kind of. But yeah, Ezra Miller is. Ezra Miller only does dark stuff. I mean, really, like mm. his last few projects. I mean, what he was in what a Nicholas Sparks movie or something like that, right? Paper. Yeah. Or... No, it's not Nicholas. No, he was in um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's right, and that's probably the one of the lighter things that he's done. But I mean, Harry Potter, really the Fantastic Beast movies. That's that's kind of darker uh, than than yeah. CW. Like a lot I like of his that stuff. You, I like that you think that a movie about. An aunt, uh, a kid being molested by his aunt and sh- having is that the premise mental of health issues, mental health issues, and not fitting in and befriending these outcasts of of teenagers. Is that, that the premise of that movie? Party. Yes, I yeah, have that. not seen that movie in a long time, dude. I thought it was yes. like I thought it was like Fault in Our Stars or like like Paper Towns and notebook and shit like that's what i no. thought that movie was <laughs> no <laughs> mentally blocked it yeah, yeah i no. thought it was like some romantic comedy thing like definitely. that's that's still dark dude we all you did was prove my point <laughs> definitely not that is definitely not romantic no. oh man like, uh, remember remember how happy the movie beaches was it was such a wonderful movie <laughs> dude, i haven't seen that movie in years <laughs> Years. No, but Grant Gustin, like he just came out with this movie on Netflix where he's like pals with a dog or whatever, like some Run Dixie thing. I don't know what it's called, but he's just that oh, kind of yeah. actor, lighter fare type actor. And if that's the, if that's the route they want to go, he'll fit. I don't want to see more CW Flash though. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Hands is oh my god, so beaches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree. I mean, both of these projects are different. Tonally. Gustin is, you know, it's CW. It's lighthearted. It's not the DCEU where it's dark. And so I don't think Gustin would fit into that. They'd have to change him. I can see him going in with a Shazam movie, I guess, but not not the way they got uh, Ezra Miller going. Even then, I think Shazam is darker than what the CW has done. The CW is like no, I, well, al- almost unbearable to watch. The Shazam is literally the yeah. DC equivalent, uh, DCEU equivalent of the CW verse. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I I still think I still think it's closer to like a mar like I think and it might just be my um my opinion of of the CW shows that are absolute trash and nobody should watch them like Arrow was the darkest of all those shows right um yeah. the Flash is really lighthearted and like even just the the warmth of the uh of the colors that they're filming with like you can see it right here in this um in these two images i mean it's bright it's 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 loud it's very neon esque esque yeah. right like shazam shazam you could pivot zachary levi's character i mean because they're gonna have him in black adam in a movie sometime right they have to oh um, the plan eventually yeah i believe shazam pivoting into that world better than i do grant gustin in a leotard suit pivoting to that world he just doesn't strike me as that kind of actor with any grit to him. I mean, this dude was on Glee. Yeah, yeah but again, again, we can't. Yeah, we. If you learn from Robert Pattinson, you can't judge a book by what he's an uh, actor by what he's done previously. But Robert Pattinson, before Batman, like if you look at his, at the space between Twilight and Batman, the movies that he was doing in the middle are very. Um, artsy and yeah and absolutely he's a fantastic actor grant gustin is a is right. is a comedic like he's he's just he is a cw actor i mean th th that's just the fact of the matter solo I mean, says maybe you should just turn up the brightness on the tv if it's that dark for you i'm just saying <laughs> but you, you i don't think that i'm i'm stretching here like i don't think I don't think my argument is, too, and it's my argument. So of course I'm not going to think it's too ridiculous. But I just, I just don't see it. Like any of those people, even some like Stephen Amell is like the only one that like I see him like in Code Eight or something like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, this fits. You put Grant Gustin in some of these projects that Stephen Amell is doing, and it's it it just doesn't work for me. I just think we haven't gotten a chance to see his range yet. We haven't gotten a chance to see really him do anything outside of the flash other than glee you know there's not a lot he hasn't done a lot of at least that i can think of a lot of like hollywood big time movies yeah. or he might be yeah, doing glee. those what's that glee is the only glee is the only thing i can remember him being in so yeah he just had a new movie come out on netflix about a dog so there's that that's but, the I mean, only that's the only three things i can think of you just like, like dennis I, quaid did a movie about a dog like um there's every a bunch of the netflix movie though no yeah. but it's a very family fa it's a family it's not even a like it's a children's movie mm -hmm. like so he the projects that he's going towards too like he hasn't that that may be the case but even when i look at him just his face like it just doesn't he doesn't have the hard features like what ezra miller has right like ezra miller has like this kind of disgruntled manic look to him and and grant well, gustin looks like he was the lead swimmer in his high school swim swim team you know what i mean like i don't know maybe i'm biased against good looking people i have no idea <laughs> i just think that he's a better barry allen and and flash than ezra miller was like ezra i've never been ezra, miller, ezra miller kind of played it as like you know barry allen being on the spectrum and and he doesn't have to. They didn't have to go that route. Like, I just think I think that Grant Gustafson understands the role, understands the character, 
and would come into that movie understanding what he needed to do or even even rebooting the flash like i still sit here and wonder after the success of joker after the success of the batman after you know what what movie is going to come out now that's a standalone dc movie that's going to blow up why are they still even continuing on with this universe why are they still going on with the snyder universe it's done it's over like they say that they're not going to do another justice league movie they have no intentions of continuing the snyderverse so i don't understand why they're still putting the like because secondary jason momoa's film jason momoa's movies succeed as does gal gadot and they well, feel that really, they have though, to because wonder, wonder, wonder woman 84 was relatively like but it was po- yes but people went and saw it and it was post-pandemic it made money and Aqu- no, Aquaman made money. No, it wasn't post pandemic. It was it was during the pandemic because it came out on HBO Max first. It was. No, right that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I I you you said that you said what I meant to say. I'm sorry. It was it was not pre pandemic is what I was trying okay. to say. Um. So so the money. I mean, Wonder Woman is still a draw. Yeah. Then on name alone, but I'm just saying like, reboot it. Give me a good flash, a new flash movie. Why? I think they're banking hard on this movie because of Michael, Michael Keaton's coming back, Ben Affleck's coming back. We're gonna see all these different Batman in there, and they're they're banking hard on on the nostalgia of Michael Keaton, which isn't a bad thing because that's what Spider Man No Way Home did: nostalgia everywhere, and it it succeeded. And I'm just saying, man, at what point does do the higher ups at DC at Warner Brothers and DC just go look, man? These standalone movies are doing so much better than whatever we we had in Justice League. We need to move away from well, that. There's gonna be shit changing, cast. dude. Um, I'm pretty sure my where did you go? Sorry, I made my screen minimize. Um, there's gonna be some shit changing, and I'm trying to see what our next slide is because I think it's down. It's down a ways, but uh, it's it's. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna jump. I'm going to jump forward so we can just get into this real quick. Cause I think this, I think this, uh, speaks to it. The, uh, Warner brothers discovery thing. I think there's going to be a lot of changes coming forward because of this AT&T sold Warner brothers media. So that's DC. That's, that's basically AT&T's entire media portfolio. They sold it to discovery. And now mm-hmm. this is the new company, which by the way, dumbest fucking logo i've ever seen in my life did they do this on microsoft word probably they use word art maybe multi-billion dollar company they're using fucking word art this is horrible but this is their new logo warner brothers discovery there's gonna be a lot of changes they fired all these people that have been responsible for some of the shit that we've been seeing they're they're gonna fire some um some uh other people there's supposed to be 600 layoffs come monday at when this guy takes over but i think we're going to see a lot of changes when it comes to the dc universe as a whole hopefully we got a company that will actually listen to their fans because i agree with you i think it needs to be rebooted but i also want henry cavill and ben affleck back and jason momoa and gal gadot there's no one really except for ezra miller that i'm that i'm that I would want recast at this point. I don't. I think with the success of Pattinson as Batman, though, your your days of Ben Affleck Batman are, are over, man. It's not. But I still I still don't believe that that Aquaman in that world that they're that Matt Reeves is building, and Matt Reeves has said himself that it's a trilogy. Like it's 
It's not something that's supposed to carry on. It's basically like a Christopher Nolan thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I can imagine we're going to see through this trilogy, we're going to see Batman at different stage. We're going to see his, this Batman at different stages of his career. We've gotten the, the year two Batman. And now we're probably going to see him in the, in the middle of it. And then we'll probably see him more towards, you know, the I just deep think into if, his career. I just think if they add any sort of, magical element to it because obviously i'm not trying to say superman and that stuff is magical but the flying and things like that like this this that movie just seems so much more um grounded and um reality yeah than what reality yeah that if you see superman come into the scenario or aquaman who can speak to fish and can and can breathe underwater and all this stuff it's gonna cheapen the whole thing for me like i just don't think it works so I hope they don't do that. I hope they just keep this alone and, and continue on with it. There's there's two Batmans here. There's Robert Pattinson, who's grounded. It's it's set in realism. It's it's much more of a character piece. And then you have Ben Affleck, where it's the awesome side of it, right? It's it's set into this fantastical um, world, right, where Superman can exist and Aquaman. There's two separate properties here that are but I don't essentially you, dueling each other. You don't need to have Superman in any movie, in any of these movies anymore. Like, you can have them be their own their own separate entities. You can give Superman his his old Boy Scout world and give Batman this world. Like Matt Reeves, but Batman how does awesome so would it be? good. How like awesome? they can focus more on, yeah. Um, they can focus focus more on being like. The Bat Family. They already mentioned Bloodhaven, so they could go into Nightwing. You could focus on. There's so much more within the Batman realm that they could focus on in these movies that they don't need Superman. They don't need Aquaman. They don't need half the the rest of the Justice League to to make these movies. I I agree with you, but how awesome would it be to see a Justice League movie done well? How awesome would that be to see? I mean, we saw Avengers. Avengers is. you know, with the exception of Ultron, Avengers, Infinity War, Endgame, they're great movies, man. I love all of them. And it's so, like, just uh, the emotion you feel, like, seeing all these people on the screen together and, like, what Marvel has built. It's a shame that the heads at Warner Brothers haven't been able to figure out something that would, if they do it well could change i mean could change their the 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 company's future i mean at&t bought warner media or warner brothers or whatever it was for 82 billion or something like that discovery just bought it for 49 (laughs) took a loss after seven years they were liquidated you own and you own the fucking justice league I actually want to find out what AT&T purchased it for because I know it's just, I mean, I know it's quite a bit more. You know, for me, DCEU and the MCU comes down to writing. I think Marvel has built a good system of writing for these shows. Because they have a leader. They have one man band in Fahey that oversees everything. I mean, right now it's a little hazy because of uh, Chapek. He's kind of Pulling different strings, but I still think it's coming out good. Um, for DCEU, they've been kind of let's do this, let's do that. That's great. Sounds you know, and they've been kind of all over the place. 
Well, yeah, I, the writing has been suspect. Well, it's not just. I see. I agree with you there too, but I don't think it just comes down to writing. It comes down to casting as well, because yeah. Marvel but they knocked it out of the park the, with most of their casting, except for Marvel. One. Marvel goes after the best actor to play the character. Okay. DC is clout chasing. DC clout chases. They name chase. That's what DC's doing. But I could argue with you there. I don't think that that's the case of Wonder Woman. I do. Gal Gadot was massive at that time. Not. No, she wasn't. She was in the Fast and the Furious. Like the Fast. She had a small role in Fast and Furious. Like she died two films before. She died two films before Wonder Woman came out. Like there was two films in the middle of between. She did not blow up, dude. No, she was she was on the rise when they cast it. And Zachary and... Levi hadn't really had a big uh, hit up to that point. Except for Chuck. And Chuck was not a big hit. You realize that Chuck got canceled three times. And the yeah. only reason it came kept coming back on the air is because Subway backed it. But but Momoa. He fresh off. Momoa, you're of absolutely right. You're absolutely ben right. Ben Affleck, look at his career. Henry Cavill, like, but even Henry Cavill was not a huge name when he was cast as Superman. Henry Cavill was kind of a lower tier guy, and I would say, Ben Affleck, in my opinion, is just phenomenal in that role. Then you get Will Smith as as right. Deadshot. You, you are get, absolutely correct. It, but know. I'm saying there are exceptions to the rule. I'm saying I'm, Marvel. Marvel has done it way more than DC has done it. You're, you're absolutely right. They have, except if you count. Um, I would say Chris Hemsworth was 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 doing some pretty big movies before he was Thor, right? Or was he a no name guy too? No, he was no name. Most of most yeah. of the the Marvel people, like Edward Norton, did uh, you know he did Fight Club? Of course, he was big. But Robert Downey Jr. was coming back from basically obscurity. Oh, it was a resurgence, a career resurgence. Yeah, for him. For him. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. the same. That's how they got him so cheap. Yeah, then they tried to do the same thing with Mickey Rourke, and he had the wrestler, and then he was in, you know, Whiplash, mm-hmm. and then that kind of fizzled out. But like Samuel well, Jackson was like the biggest name that Marvel grabbed up right off the bat, and then at the beginning. Well, at no, the beginning, Jeff, it wasn't until later on. Well. Jeff Daniels. I mean, yeah. Samuel Jackson. Jeff Daniels is is Hollywood royalty. Well, right? yeah. Samuel Jackson wasn't in even till the post credits of that of that first movie. But you could argue Jeff Daniels was the first big name that they that they cast in the movie. But that's their first one, right? I mean, I think there's exceptions. Michael B. Daniels? Jordan. Mike, then, Michael. B. Hold on, hold on. Isn't Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, Jeff Daniels was never. Oh in no, who am I? Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeff, I was like, Jeff I was like, Bridges. what fucking Marvel movie with Jeff Daniels in? What am I? Oh, but I stayed. It was Jeff Bridges. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jeff Bridges. Uh, I misspoke. Same argument applies though. Jeff Bridges is Hollywood royalty. Like that's just that he's a big name. Um, I mean, he's a yeah, fucking like dude. For, Aaron just said, you know what I mean? Aaron just said, I feel like Chris Hemsworth was brother Liam was doing more movies. Yes, Liam was definitely the more popular of the Hemsworth brothers at the Did time. Didn't um. Hunger Games come out before Thor? Yes. Yes. Jeez, man. Just before Thor. All the, all that that era just seems like such a blur. And he was also <laughs> in um Nicholas Sparks movies and like um Liam Hemsworth was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, you're yeah. Abs- you you may be absolutely correct. 
But I mean, they got Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, who is the biggest name. He but was, that was, was, but again, that's later on down the line. That was once they were already established. Yeah. You got to think what they start like. Chris Hemsworth, or not Chris Hemsworth, but Chris Evans tried to do the Flash and failed at that, and came. They're like, all right, we'll we'll give you. No, another Chris shot. Evans never did the Flash. Or not, sorry, not the Flash, the Human Torch. Sorry, he was yeah. the Human Torch and failed at that. And he's like, he right, failed at back. three comic book movies: Fantastic Captain Four, America. Push, and Loser. Yeah. And I think there's another one. Well, he was in he Scott was Pilgrim versus in- the World. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, but that was after Captain America. No, no it was before. before. Are you fucking before. serious? Yeah, it was way before. And he was in. Um, he oh, was wow. also in. Uh, not another, another teen movie. Teen movie. Yeah. yeah. That was his first like big big movie. Right, because that's the first time mm-hmm. I remember seeing him. Yeah. Maybe. So. Like Marvel did it, like they they re- they invented careers. They brought people up. They brought people back from from obscurity. Like they built their groundwork up. They didn't go clout chasing. Like oh well, we're gonna do a Batman. We need a we need a Batman to sell this movie. Get Ben Affleck. You know we they didn't go. We need someone to play sell this movie. Get Will Smith. Like before that, um, before Suicide Squad. Uh, I can't think of the chick's name who plays Harley Quinn right now. Margot Ravi. She was best known for her work in uh, Wolf, of Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street. Yeah. So, know, so hey, I just want to say something. relatively obscure too. So I just want to say something. My Scott Pilgrim Captain America thing was not that far off. They were they were released within a year of each other. Scott yeah, Pilgrim but, came out August 2010. Captain America came out June of 2011. But Scott Pilgrim was before Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. But but I was thinking, I'm like, hey, how long one, ago? Right? But he was his Miley. casting. I want those Hollywood problems. <laughs> his casting was announced prior to that, so people knew who he was. Probably. I mean, because it takes nine months to film a movie, movie, and then. But that kind of movie. DC was in trouble before this, though, because they've been there's been rumors of them trying to shop their their comic book rights for for a year now, and yep, now right. they're. People, Warner Media is getting turned upside down, and what know. they need is a captain. They need a captain yeah. that understands, that is a fan himself. Kevin Feige is a true fan of Marvel yeah. and of DC and of Star Wars. Like Kevin Feige yeah. is a fanboy. They need to get a fanboy that has a little bit of experience because Kevin Feige started. Uh, with the Spider-Man movies, with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. He was a producer on those. Mm -hmm. So they need to get a fanboy that has a little bit of experience on how, how to deal with the business and have him shepherd the entire thing, have him be the core, you know, the heart of it all. How about this? Your discovery. Who are you going to pick to do that? Oh, I don't know. Um, Honestly, it's, Honestly, his name's been thrown around out there. If it's in a like, I love the dude. If it's in a advisory role only, Kevin Smith. Yeah, I think Kevin Smith would just, would knock it out of the park if it's an advisory role only. I don't if know he, if I want him writing. Yeah, no, no, he, he doesn't. Need, yeah, he doesn't need to write. Kevin Feige yeah. doesn't write anything. If it's an, a, a casting and advisory role only, I think Smith kills it. But do you think? Do you think that he's he would be because one Corbin. thing I do like about Corbin, Corbin is the man. 
<laughs> Corbin doesn't have the experience though. No. Hey, but he's the man we deserve. Um, he's the man we deserve. But but Kevin Smith, the one thing I love about Marvel is they do deviate sometimes from the source material. Right? Civil War is a completely different story than what the Civil War book is. Right? Absolutely. They do deviate sometimes. Winter Soldier deviated. Like a lot of these things deviate, and they do put some originality in it. You don't think Kevin Smith would stick so close to the source material that it would almost just become boring? No, I think he would allow the with the way he is. I would think he would give them the artistic freedom, but he would keep it in the round of he would keep it grounded and and rooted into the the trueness to the character. What is Solo saying to me right now? He's what basically is- saying that you're offensive. He says, "How about if?" A fan, he, him, or maybe a fan, oh. they, them. You're so offensive. Yeah, I didn't He's use the right pronouns. pronouns. I'm sorry, Solo. Um, how, how um, ignorant of me. But I mean, just seeing what Kevin Smith did with his time on Supergirl and his stuff on The Flash, and I, I have all faith that he would let the writers have that artistic freedom. But he's gonna make sure that the core of the character remains. The yeah what the what makes that character that character is going to remain and he's not going to have like because he does understand that he does absolutely. understand it yeah i i agree with you who else would you pick if we're talking d that's a hard one if we're going straight dc because jeff johns was supposed to be that guy he was supposed to be that guy yes and he fucked it all up and then made cyborg quit well, yeah. which which Ray Fisher is having a field day on Twitter, just roasting these guys. Really, who cares? Because he was a boring cyborg, anyways. Oh yeah, his cyborg sucked. But I wonder if that was mostly uh, it sucked. Was mostly uh, Joss Whedon's fault. Nah, it sucked in the Whedon version, and it sucked in the Snyder cut. All they did was give him a little bit more backstory, but he still was sucky. So. How about Will Wheaton? Mm. I know. I'm just kidding. That was no. a total joke. <laughs> oh, man. But Will Wheaton is a true fanboy. Or 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 a girl. <laughs> See, I honestly don't know who to put in there. Because if you put one of these guys that do the, do the comic books, they just know the comic books. They're not... They're going to write like they write for the comic books. Well, that was just... That, well... Uh, yeah, no, Berlanti Berlanti's responsible for the CW thing in which the Berlanti his shows have great first uh for the first two seasons are really good and then they just kind of go downhill. Jeff Johns was supposed to be that guy cuz Jeff Johns was a comic book writer, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was their editor in chief or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't he? I believe so. Like, but I mean, you get comic book writers that are writing movie scripts all the time, like Scott Snyder and all these big writers. But, but they don't have the movie. They don't have the movie acumen. Is what I, what I'm like. Yeah. Kevin Feige does. Kevin Feige yeah. is a fan of the Marvel stuff, but he has the movie acumen. It's like John Favreau. He's a Star Trek fan, but he has that movie yeah. acumen. Jeff Johns, Berlanti. I don't. Berlanti might a little bit, but Berlanti say that. Favreau was a Star Trek fan? Star Wars. Sorry. Star Wars fan. I was like, I don't remember any Favreau Star Trek Sorry. movies. It's not like J.J. Abrams that just comes in and, and sees a franchise that's ripe for the picking 
like he has movie he has the movie acumen but he just jumps into every franchise and kind of just recreates what's already been done you know what i mean like john favreau actually like the mandalorian is probably the best thing that disney has come out with in the star wars universe see i disagree though because um he did exactly what he needed to do honestly abrams yes with with uh the force awakens he did exactly what he needed to do. He got you re-energized about Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. See, and I it was don't just think... a retelling, you know, of the previous the previous movies, but it with new characters. But it was it got everybody jonesed about Star Wars again. I think that people would have went to see Star Wars no matter who made it. Sticks, you're the Star Wars guy. I I don't know about that. I I feel like the pulse was on his last legs with Star Wars before. I, I hate. I, I don't want to say that would be true because I think, although I think J.J. Abrams for the first movie was good. Yes, it was beat for beat on previous stuff. There was nothing original about it, really. Like, well, it's it's like it's like turning it's like turning Shakespeare. You know, you you take the basis of shape what Shakespeare has, and then you turn it into what you want it. It's the same thing, but it's different. Yeah, but they take Shakespeare. Well, are you talking about like when when like well, Hamlet comes out and then somebody else makes Hamlet? Hamlet or uh, or Romeo and Juliet, Romeo and then Leonardo and DiCaprio comes into it and it turns into you know, whatever that was. Well, that yeah, was, but it's not like they're saying this is the sequel to Romeo and Juliet, and then they're coming out with the same movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, but it, it's taking that basis. Yeah, I, and I use, guess and, and using it now. I don't know who at that time or. Now I would hire in. Now I know Lucas had scripts already written that they would. He wanted them. Yeah, to but use. his whole thing was a his, lot like was, uh, the quantum realm with Ant Man. Like, I, well, like, it was different. Yeah, I haven't. I've never read it, but I'm, I know I've heard it was different. So yeah. I don't know. I still would have gone to see it. I would have done it. So maybe they're sitting there as a fan of Star Wars. Yes, I would have gone to see it because it was branded Star Wars. So there you go. But yeah, I think I mean the mo- you know. to most people though, like Star Wars was on it after the prequels. The Star Wars was kind of on its last legs, and then right. the Abrams kind of re-energized the Star Wars community as far as like but the casual. The one thing, the one thing I'll tell you, when Force Awakens came out, I didn't foresee a, a trilogy. I just thought it would be a one-off. Telling him a story, and that would be it. Yeah, I think that's what the studio kind of thought too. And then they said, "Crap, we made a shit ton of money. Pump another one out." Well, and then you go to give it to Brian Johnson, who doesn't know anything about Star Wars, and they're like, "Yeah, just go ahead and do what you got to do. You know, don't worry about what Abrams well, did. Go do what you got to yeah. do." I mean, much like Star Wars, the ending was kind of definite, right? The mm-hmm. planet blows up, and that's it. There wasn't a cliffhanger like in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So apparently Elon Musk is a big DC fan. <laughs> I think Elon Musk needs to wiggle his way into Warner Brothers now that he's in Twitter. <laughs> you can do it. Elon can do I money. would sign off on that, actually. I think Elon Musk could do some awesome things with, with the DC universe. It's a smart dude right there. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. Kevin Smith, it seems like a logical choice. I just don't think that they'll do it. Well, sticking on the DC Universe side of things, uh, Stephen Amell says that never say never with his return to Arrow, but if he's going to return to the Arrowverse, he wants it to be more darker and bloodier. I would be okay if he returned to Arrow, but he, um, it was a reboot. Like he he could like a like a soft reboot. Like even if they like recast Supergirl and re like bring Gus. Well, I don't know. It depends on the tone of it. But but Stephen Amell was I love him. Like as Oliver Queen too. I mean he's he's what started this whole thing. His show kind of went off the rails the last few seasons, but I'm here for it. I'd be even okay if they cast Stephen Amell as the live action Green Arrow with um you know, in the peacemaker and all that stuff that they're doing. Like, I think he was great. Yeah, I agree. I would like to see him in more of a, a, a more traditional green arrow role. Yeah. Now, if you asked if it is say, say we weren't talking about the flash, say Ezra Miller was green arrow, right? I'm just saying hypotheticals. He would never be green arrow. And, and he was getting fired and they would say, just bring Steven on in. I'd be a hundred percent on board for that. Grant Gustin does not offer me that same amount of um, of comfort. I think, I mean, I think he does. And, for and that's me. fine. I, that's fine. I mean, I could be totally wrong. It's just, it's hard for me to come to that point. It's like it's just like the Batman argument. Everyone has their their guy that they want to see. Or I think it's just that it's the comparison, man. Like you have the two the two flashes and you look at it and well who played the character better all right i don't think you're looking at it as necessarily who fits in that universe it's who played the character better all right grant gustison looks like he plays that character better so he's gonna go ahead and you know play that care push and push on through and you get him in there because it's what you know it's you already seen him play it you like that he plays it better than ezra so you're gonna keep running with that um, I just think that I just think that there's even better. There's probably even better options, you know, for for maybe. Uh, you know, and maybe what they'll do is they'll come out with this movie with Ezra Miller because they pumped a bunch of money in it, so it's going to come out. And maybe they maybe they turn it and they they bring Wally West in or something, and that's the future. I mean, that's what Marvel's doing right now. Yeah, Marvel is Robert Downey Jr. is gone. They're bringing in Ironheart. Uh, you know, Kate Bishop's now there, and, and Jeremy Renner will eventually leave, and all these people. It looks like they're positioning Ned to be the next Doctor Strange, from what it looks like. I mean, there's there's this new regime coming in. Why not Wally West? Well, I mean, yeah, they they could completely go away from the. You're right. They could go with the Wally West Flash, and I'd be okay with that. And then, then that like would seem just like a seamless transition, you know? I think a stand at this point, anything, I think at this point, DC wise, anything standalone with a new creative team, new direction, new everything is going to do far and beyond, far and beyond anything that that's tied to the Snyderverse is going to do. But here's the thing James Gunn technically his movie is within the Snyderverse because Rick Flagg and, and Harley Quinn, like there's a lot of, and, and in this Peacemaker show, we see the Ezra Miller and, and, uh, and um, what's Aquaman's name? 
Jason Momoa come in. I mean, obviously his movie is in that universe and he knocked it out of the park. Well, he knocked it out of the park with Peacemaker. What, Suicide do, Squad was Suicide pretty damn Squad good. was good, but the bar was so low that just being good is makes that movie great. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. he didn't have much to blow away. Now, if you look at his two superhero projects, if you look at his outing first outing with the Suicide Squad and his first outing with uh Guardians of the Galaxy, which one's better? Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. But Suicide Squad is better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think they're on the same level. I I don't know. I'd much rather watch Suicide Squad. Fun. Nobody said Hudson Hawk fucking ish. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody said Hudson Hawk. Oh, by the way, Sticks told me he would be leaving. He's going to come back. Listen. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I don't know. I think right now it's all hypotheticals. The 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 entire landscape of the DC universe is going to change. I think the only thing at this point that we can be a hundred percent confirmed on is that they're going to retain James Gunn. I think that's the only thing It'd be that we stupid could not to and and John Cena. Like that's the only thing that we can be a hundred percent on. What's the success of Peacemaker? It would be stupid not to. Yeah. That's the only thing that we we know for certain is going to carry it forward. Unless Peacemaker Season 2 just completely bombs, right? Which it won't. If, if I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it, if it dude, if it can if it carries over the same creative team and John Cena comes back and the whole cast is back for Season 2, I think it's going to be just as good as Season 1 if not better. I now, do what think, do you though, think of James Gunn being that that stalwart that that captain of the ship i don't think he's a cat i don't think he's like that guy man like he's a good director and he can work within the realms of what you give him but i don't think he's that guy to to lead i don't think you need you need someone who is a true producer through and through like feige like you don't see feige out there trying to write scripts you don't see feige out there trying to direct movies feige's job is to consult and make sure that the right pieces are in place for what's going to be in the best interest of Marvel and Disney. And that's kind of what DC needs is they need that non-director, non-writer kind of true producer, movie professional. That's a fan. Yeah. And I think that, like I said, if Kevin, if Kevin doesn't write, if he doesn't direct, see, and I don't think that'll last just for strictly for consultant being a consultant. The captain, he'd be yes, the captain. I think. I think. But I think he that. would get bored of that role. I think he would eventually want to write. I don't think I, so because he came out and said that he loves these movies. He loves living in this realm. So if you give him that option to continue to live in that realm and see these characters go from, I mean, he was a comic. Book, he's written comic books. He's written Batman stuff. He's written Daredevil stuff. He's written one of the best Green Arrow stories in Green, in Green Arrow Quiver. You know, he understands these characters. Yeah. He understands. I know it's debatable with some people on his Batman stuff. Like, I like some of his Batman stuff. Yeah. Cacophony is kind of, it has its fans and it's. Well, I love Cacophony just specifically for the end conversation between a lucid Joker and Batman, where Joker basically says, I don't, I don't hate you, you know. I hate you because of who you are, you know, like 
yeah it's i i like that conversation that they have and, and his storytelling um but like i said i think if strictly on a advisatory role kevin would kill it i agree until he until he advocates for hiring jason muse as the flash uh, that would never happen <laughs> well will muse be show up in movies probably but is he'd he gonna be, hire he'd be like the, the bruce campbell and sammy Raimi, sam Raimi's movies yeah or yeah or he would just be like the he'd be like the stanley of the dc verse where he just shows up or has like a small cameo in every dc movie that they how put many out, dc but. fans do you think would actually be like who the fuck is this uh a lot because <laughs> like the, the askew universe i mean it has it has its fans but it is still kind of it's not the biggest thing on the planet not right? by any jay means. and silent bob it's not, not um, by any means. yeah but i don't know but um, i mean that's that's what kevin does though is he's he's that kind of that bridge man because he's he expands in dif- different genres he's been in music videos he's been in movies he's been oh, in tv it. with degrassi he's done the goldbergs you know he he's kind of just <laughs> been all over the place where he can kind of branch into these different genres and and fits right in so i just think that Honestly, if you're looking for someone, if he would take the role to, in, like I said, in a pure producer advisory role, he's that guy. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think he'd be great. I just I don't think it'll happen. But who knows, dude? It's a whole new regime over there. Whole new CEO. Whole new AT and T is not involved whatsoever. By the way, AT and T bought. Warner Media for eighty five billion sold it for forty nine. I just I just confirmed it. And I'll I'll tell you that watching the documentary that Kevin Smith put out about him making his superhero movie his his Superman movie. Uh, I d- where was, where is that? I don't think I've seen that. It was online. It came out a few years ago. It was online. That's it was not the on Tim Burton one, platform. right? He wasn't involved yeah. with that. Yeah, it was the Nick Cage yeah, the, one. Yeah, he was the, one of the he was one of the writers. Was he, he was really? hired to he was hired to like fix the script? Yeah, yeah. Superman and, Lives, right? Yep. And I need to watch that. He had some. He made me want to see that movie. Like I always made fun of it. Like, look at this stupid suit. Nick Cage would have been terrible. But after watching that documentary and what he said, he wanted to be in the movie. It makes me want to see that movie. But it's never going to happen. But I just no. think, like I said, purely advisory role. Kevin would be the guy I would I would think could could handle it. Now what they should do is Kevin Smith should try to get that animated movie. Like take the premise, take take everything they were going to do, animate it. Have the actors come in do the voices, Nick Cage doing the voice of Superman, why not? They should do an animated version of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right. What's next? We've beaten DC to death black widow man it's sad to say that um kind of abruptly out of nowhere marvel announced with the newest issue of black widow i want to say it was black widow 15 um with the newest edition of black widow they announced that the series is abruptly coming to an end um now why does it say our legendary run is ending for now because this is this has been one of the biggest like 
this Black Widow book has been one of the hottest books. Um, it's an it's, Eisner Award winner. Yeah, it's got a lot of buzz behind it. And there's a lot of, oops, I want to say there's a lot of like back behind the scenes politics that aren't exactly being talked about. Um, the Because the writer here, um, trying to think of her name, Kelly Thompson. Yeah, Kelly Thompson, the writer of this book. She kind of did a Q&A a little bit and was, people were asking her questions about the book and she kind of like dances around it like she says like I, I hate that i can't talk about this i can't I hate that one i can't tell you what's going on but i can't talk about it and there's still a lot of things in play and there's still a bit more story here but you know right now for now this book is ending and then she said our legendary and this was in the back of black widow 15 says our legendary run is ending for now we could not be more grateful to the collaborators who made this book extraordinary and the fans who picked up our book monthly after month. From the very first day I sat down to write um, next to Kelly at an editorial retreat and said, so what about Black Widow? To the day we got Estabata Demeca on board to ink. Um, what did you just say? <laughs> I Dude, I butchered that name so bad. I've Elizabeth Elizabetta. There you go. <laughs> I'm white. I'm, a, I'm just a big old white, all right? <laughs> I've known we had a special. That's my book aunt's name, hands. actually, Elizabeth. Yeah, not Elizabetta, but Elizabeth. We've become a close knit group, and this is a bittersweet feeling to see our collective work realized here. Kelly Thompson, Bubba, and the creative team. So it says, um, "What's it says? Who knows what? Or who knows what's next? Until then, true believers stay sharp and wear black." So, and she said when she was asked. Um, so she was asked, is this the final issue for now? And she said, I'm sorry, I haven't, been, I haven't been able to talk about it a lot. And I've been asked, and it is deeply paining me to keep on passing on this question, especially since this book I love so much, maybe my favorite book I've ever done at Marvel. But there's a lot of stuff that's happening behind the scenes, and it's not always something you could talk about publicly. To be honest, I still can't talk about much uh, as I'd like, but why can't, what can I say is there are plans for a bit more story for this creative team Things are being wrangled, but I'm optimistic it'll all work out and it'll be worth the wait. So nobody really knows what's going on. And it's kind of weird that this book just abruptly ended. Yeah, and 15 like issues seems like a very short run. Yeah, especially since it's a popular book. It's an Eisner Award winner. There's They've had covers where people have been searching for this book for. And it's just, it's weird it's it's weird for a book to just end so abruptly and everyone be so hush hush. So I don't really know what's going on with it or what kind of like behind the scenes politics are going on or discrepancies. But black uh, it, it all all signs point to Black Widow fifteen that just came out um, being the final issue of this story of this this run. So that sucks. We'll see what's happening. I don't know if it's because Marvel's pivoting and they're going to try and do away with Natasha Romanoff and and come back um, with uh, Yelena with Yelena to kind of pivot more towards what they plan on doing with the movies. I don't know if they're going to strip, you know, shelve this book or this title for a while to kind of let you forget about Natasha Romanoff a little bit and then come back with Yelena. Who knows? But it just sounds like. It does. It's seem very like... odd that they just scrub a scrap a book. 
it, you know, if it's not selling, if it's a book that's not selling and is makes total not sense. good, it makes total sense in the book abruptly. But you know, it it just a, a book that's in, like I said, an Eisner Award winner that sells regularly, that people are talking about, clamoring for it. Sounds clamoring like. for it to just abruptly ended it it screams like there's something on the back something end going on we're not being told privy to and it sucks too because when i'm looking for an all-female team there's not many of those right in comics right all-female writing teams yeah like that's Fem- that seems a pr- like a pretty prolific thing like to just cancel it writer inker yeah like that's pretty incredible dude that's pretty awesome you know um i i like I like I told you, Matt. Uh, last last week, I took my daughter to a concert, right, to a punk rock concert at uh, MXPX, and there was this band playing called um, uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and my daughter got so excited because the entire band is is women. It's a punk rock band. It's all girls. Did you turn to your daughter it. and go, "What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you?" <laughs> bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> no, but it. it to see the joy on her face to see an all-girl group go up there and prove to her that girls can can do these things too like it makes me proud as as a father that I live in a time where there's there's role models like this that are doing things that traditionally have been guys right like cuz we didn't have that when we were kids we did not girls. have that well, Spice Kitty. Girl, that's a pop that's a pop group. This is a punk rock band. Kitty, a heavy metal all female band. Yeah, but st- there were there were examples of that. I don't even know who Kitty is. <laughs> and I'm you a don't, you've never heard of Kitty? No, I've no wow. fucking idea what you're talking about. If you, I remember you I remember the time Hole, of I, I remember well, Hole. Right, Hole is another one, but you it, you grew up in a time of like Blink-182 and I have Kitty no idea what Slip Kitty Knot is. And, oh my god, dude! Okay, is it K I T T Y? Um, send it to me later, and I'll listen to it. I probably do know who it is. I just not K I T T Y. But um, the, I mean, there was happening, but nowhere near to the level of what it's happening today, where it's so easily accessible for my ten-year-old daughter, and with you, with Logan, um, who's going to be of that age in a few years, where she's going to start noticing. Um, you know, women in positions of, you know, creative positions or athletes or whatever. Like it's just become more of a thing. There's more examples to them now, I feel, than when they were kids. Like before, back in the day, like the female singers that everybody knew about were the Spice Girls or or Alanis Morissette or they were all pop or pop rock or or whatever. Like they fit this certain this certain mold. Solo says, Lance, you're podcasting. That should prove to your daughter that girls can do whatever they said. <laughs> Fuck their you, to. Solo. <laughs> but no, it it honestly brought a tear to my eye. How excited she was. And she got to meet them after the show. They gave, they gave her a bunch of free shit because she was so excited to see. Because all the bands, the majority of the bands I listen to are men. Right? And she knows it. <laughs> you're, you're, dear, you're missing the mark with Mariah Carey. Like, we're talking like prolific like all girl groups we're not talking about like standalone singers but that that what those were the female those were the female examples right where yes. where mariah carey ben um, midler 
Celine Dion. Yeah, they were single solo pop singers or whatever. Like they, these were honestly the the women had more success in those in those genres than the men did. You could argue Spice Girls was a million times bigger than the Backstreet Boys. Spice Girls was fuck. They had their own movie. Spice Girls had a fictional movie. Yep. Where they put a bomb on a bus. That's all I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Call it to the world. Spice up your life. Yes. Spice Girls. Spice up your life. Spice Girls was prolific, but it was a pop group. And that's what all the women or country singers or whatever, Shania Twain and and things like that. They weren't in punk bands. But I mean, not not any that anybody really heard about besides Courtney Love. And Hole wasn't that big. But you have no doubt. Like, yeah, it's not a full female band, but. Gwen, Gwen Stefani. Stefani. Gwen Stefani was a huge role yeah. model for girls back then, but but and, then she eventually um, she did not have the success that she had until she went into Amy. Pop. Um, I'm thinking Adam from or Amy um, from um, yeah from Evanescence. Mm-hmm. Then and that then was a huge thing too. But they were few and far between. Then you got Paramore. See, like, in Paramore, Paramore, I could say is part of this new generation that I'm talking about. Oh yeah, Pussycat Dolls. That's a pop what? group. Pussy You're Josie and the Pussycats, dude, man. <laughs> Which honestly, I was, I was, uh, I put on the soundtrack the other day for Josie and the Pussycats because <laughs> I watched a TikTok video talking about how bad that movie was, and I'm like, holy shit, it was a bad movie. <laughs> Love Scary Spice, my first tingles. That did Ginger Ginger Spice was my first tingles, bro. I'll be honest. Hey, sticks. Guess what? Suns yes. won. What? The Suns beat Utah. So the Suns end up winning? Yeah. Yeah, 111 to 105. They were down by like 25 at one point. <laughs> Just find a way to win. Find a way to win. They don't need hey, to. They're already, already locked up first place. They can just... Devin Booker and Chris Paul and all their stars could just not play for a month and it's still... Well, they only have one, one or two games left now, you know, but it's... I still don't like losing. <laughs> you know, who likes But anyways, losing? <laughs> back on topic. Um <coughs> no, I still I think there's a lot of there's a lot of female bands out there that you could look at like I just say there's there's more of them now. There's more of them. Like I I could name at least four or five all female punk groups that my daughter's into that that just they well, all female like the drummer the the guitarist the singers like female front to back like mm-hmm. not even paramore i like female Evanescence. front to back <laughs> throw it out there i mean i mean i can remember back in the day when like new kids on the block came out and like mm-hmm. you got like 15 other new kids on the block groups they had a bunch of hits be like them that chinese you know? food made me sick I'm just gonna see how many of these I can do. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, yeah, new kid, new kids, and then and then that kind of well, new kids well, then and then had 90. boys to men like that. New kids and boys to men were about the same time well, period, right? I mean, even boys to men had a they had a decent career, like 98 degrees, and but you know you'd get other guys that came out that didn't amount to crap. NSYNC like was probably one-hit wonders. Even NSYNC, even what I would say is probably the no NSYNC was huge for many years. NSYNC, I would say is yeah, probably the most run. successful all boy pop no, band. Backstreet Boys. NSYNC Backstreet sold Boys more records than Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys and, are still doing it. But think about NSYNC. Also, you can also use NSYNC to to 
I mean, Justin Timberlake became one of the biggest pop stars in the world after NSYNC, and that nobody in Backstreet Boys can say that. True. You know, um, NSYNC, NSYNC was was Backstreet Boys was like the first of like the '90s, right? But and then that kind of spawned off NSYNC and 98 Degrees and O Town, but NSYNC was fucking huge. <laughs> fucking Zach, oh my god. Ending <laughs> and Backstreet Boys made girls tingles. Yes. What what's next, dude? I feel like I feel like we've been harping on this for a while. Uh fatigue. you like this little graphic Fini that I made? Fatigue. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Who is that? It's it's some dude sleeping on the couch with a remote. That's that's uh, the only me? picture I could find that kind of like exemplified what I was trying Random to say guy, here. Picture number five hundred twelve. <laughs> right. <All right. laughs> That didn't have a giant like Shutterstock watermark across it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So apparently, there's fatigue when it comes to yeah, streaming. Yeah, a new services. Nelson report reveals that viewers are becoming fatigued with the sheer number of streaming services available, each offering different selections of TV series and films. And I agree with this. Like, it really like it grinds my gears. It, I was just about to say that. It, <laughs> but like. I still subscribe to satellite, so I still have basic TV. But you know, that was the whole thing about streaming services. It was like a la carte TV a la carte. But like, I wish there was just one yeah. thing I could pay for that you got all everything on, like every big. Like I, I don't know. Like I hate having to own Disney Plus for shows. I hate having to own HBO Max for stuff. I hate having to own Netflix. I hate having to own Apple TV for for like a few things like because i only watch hey, a few the shows one thing on. though that apple tv is only five bucks yes i i understand but and prime video most people have it for the shipping benefits right like i i'll be honest with you i only use peacock for wrestling so i'm like every time peacock comes out of my That's bank what I'm, I like, gotta... I'm like oh shit I, yeah i forgot to own peacock i haven't watched that in a long time disney plus i watch for the star wars and marvel stuff and yeah, I guess now that I have a kid, it's nice to have all that extra. Oh, yeah, Disney, Disney Plus stuff. is going to be, it's going to consume your television in a couple Apple of years. Apple TV, dude. I only pay for it because I'm obsessed with Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, yeah. Dude, HBO by the Max. way, there's a new show on Apple TV called The After Party, which is fucking hilarious. You need to watch it. And Mythic's I, I Quest I is use, really good, too. Out of all the stuff, like I think I use HBO Max the most. Yeah, um, it used to be Netflix was like dominant but anna and i have been talking about recently canceling our netflix i mean i think all it's used for now is coco melon i pay twenty dollars a month for Gosh. fucking coco melon you they know, probably got, my... you probably got that in uh some free streaming service somewhere oh yeah like yeah but my daughter watches salmon cat which is i think it's a nickelodeon show yeah that show's been canceled yeah that show was canceled years ago yeah, but they watch yeah. some of the old stuff, right? Um, which, really, if I went on to Vudu or Prime and just bought the series, I'd probably save money. Yeah. In the long run, oh, yeah. I mean, Netflix is twenty bucks a month now. Yeah. Who the fuck insane. do they think there are? And and they haven't really come out with anything good. <laughs> like, like the good the good stuff that they're coming out with is hit or miss. I mean, the last thing I think Adam Project was pretty good, but before that, what was it? Uh, Squid Games. And that was a few months. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Like Disney Plus, at least like it seems like every three weeks there's another show that I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. You know, HBO Max, even HBO Max. I, I mean, it's basically used to watch Friends, <laughs> and then Peacemaker will come out and I'll watch Peacemaker. But but uh, there's not enough there. Paramount Plus, I watch it for, I use it for Yellowstone in in 1883, and then really nothing else. Prime Video, The Boys. Prime Video has some good stuff, actually. I think the last thing just few I watched far between. on Prime Video was um, Invincible. Oh, I watched Marvelous Miss Maisel. It was a great show. Great, great show. But I just, so, I just wish so there was... for Apple TV. Except for Apple, Apple TV. TV Apple TV, actually, these. I would say Apple TV, what they're coming out with, I don't think they've come out with anything that's been, like, bad. I don't know. That new Joseph Gordon-Levitt show is pretty bad. Is it? Yeah, I don't have Apple TV. Maybe I should try it. Apple TV, and it's cheap, dude. It's five bucks a month. Yeah, I mean that's but, what I pay for. Like, like said, that's what I pay for Peacock. So, yeah, Ted Le- and well, in Peacock, you're paying five dollars a month, but you get commercials, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Apple TV, no commercials. Yeah. So it's a, it's what I like about Apple TV deal. too is the fact that it's ingrained. In, like, if you have Apple device, it's ingrained in all your devices. So, you know, it's just you can watch it anywhere. You don't have to have a separate app for Netflix and HBO Max and Paramount Plus and Disney and like I list. I wish there was with one subscription. Oh. To all these different services and you could like choose what you want to watch like i think it'll come i i do think it'll come because disney disney was the shepherd when it came to the movies anywhere app where they said okay voodoo fandango prime apple let's if somebody uses a code for like for your blu-ray movie or someone buys a movie on itunes let's allow it to appear on all of their all of their subscriptions. So if I buy a movie from Prime Video, it's also on my Netflix account. It's also in my Microsoft account with Xbox. It's also like it's everywhere, right? And, your YouTube and that's account. movies anywhere. Disney created that that movies anywhere app. I feel like that they could do the same thing with the streaming service. Let's charge everybody one flat fee or some sort of a la carte thing. You have them come all in one place, one app. We'll share, you, you know, you could do an ad thing. We'll share ad revenue. But you know what you become then? Huh? Cable, cable. television. Yes. Except <laughs> the entire thing would be on demand. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything that they offered would be on demand rather than, you know, having to wait for something to, to it's a little I'm different still, than Hulu, you know? I'm still one of those old school guys. Like, I like to watch it as it airs on TV or I'll wait until it's over and then rewind it for no commercial. So I can fast forward the commercials, but I don't want to wait a day for it to come out on the street. See, I'm fine. I'm fine waiting for a day. I mean, honestly, the only reason I I have YouTube TV, the only reason I have YouTube TV, which are kind of pissing me off now because most of the games I have to watch on the Bally sports, um, the sun's games. I have to watch on the Bally sports app, which technically you pay for Matt. (laughs) Uh, but I only have it for sports and Resident mm-hmm. Alien because that's the one show that I'm like, I need to watch this when it comes out. I mean, very, very seldom is there a show that, that I'm like, I have to watch this right now. You know, Supernatural was that show for me. I had to watch it right when it, like, I would sit through the commercials. But I don't know. 
I think there's opportunity here because yep. I do think that people are going to start being a little bit selective over which ones they're paying for, or they might use Netflix for a month, cancel it, sign on HBO Max, use it for a month, cancel it. Disney Plus is the only one that I think has lasting Disney and Prime because Prime has that added benefit of the Amazon. Disney Plus I think is one of the only ones that has that lasting. You know, people would would carry a subscription forever. You know, a because it's yeah. cheap, and b because uh, Disney has the largest library out of any of these. I don't know. I think HBO Max is in that category too, though, because you have Friends and. Like, yeah, maybe. But like, you know, when you, that contract's up, they could lose good. friends. They could lose friends when that contract's up. And yeah, Paramount... there's a lot of good stuff on. Like, I'm surprised Friends wasn't on Peacock because Peacock is, or, you know, NBC is where it started. So nope. I think I think with NBC, um, Peacock, because um, HBO Max has, has friends and they have Big Bang Theory, which Big Bang Theory is a CBS property, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I think that with with Peacock, they took the office back from Netflix, right? Because they own that. But I, I think that it was just a matter of t- testing the waters. NBC is probably the smallest company out of all of these, I think, because the, the big ones are Netflix, Disney, and Warner are the three big ones, and Amazon, of course, but for other reasons, right? <laughs> HBO has boobs. So is Prime and Paramount and Netflix. Um, but, uh, HBO max with Warner media, Netflix and Disney are the three big, uh, media companies, right? A- Apple and prime are totally separate, but P- Peacock is the smallest out of any of these. And I think that they were just kind of trying to see, you know, they had to create revenue by selling off the front because HBO Warner media paid NBC to, 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 Air big friends. money for friends they paid big money for friends and big money for Netflix. south park south park is the other one south park uh comedy central is on paramount yeah well but they don't have south park south park well south park's reverting back to paramount plus now yeah um, south park back but paramount doesn't have big bang theory which big bang theory is one of is probably you know you have the office which was one of the biggest shows of the 2000s you have friends which was the biggest show of the 90s and Big Bang Theory could probably be that number three, right? When you talk about large TV shows, Big Bang Theory was huge. Nowhere near what Office and Friends were, obviously, but it was huge. It's a big property, you know. Do, do you know? Do you know the uh, property that HBO Max sold me on? You know what's on there that I watch rather what's frequently? That? Harry Potter, Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Do they have? Yeah, because they have a BBC. See, that's the thing I was wondering. They have Doctor Who. That's a BBC thing. Mm-hmm. But Disney has some yeah. BBC stuff. Disney has, yeah, they do have some. Uh, like they have Bluey, stuff. which is a big show on uh, kids well, watch. No, I think that I, well, I think they have IT, some ITV stuff. Well, Bluey, I know is BBC. Bluey is, is the, BBC, yeah. Yeah, which Disney but has, because so, my kids watch it all yeah, the time. And that, by the way, produced by a. Is it co-produced? I, I believe so. By the way, Bluey might be one of the funniest toddler shows i've ever seen in my life and i don't know if that's a toddler show i mean my toddlers watch it but my older kids are into it too fucking hilarious that show well disney has some bbc but, stuff too because they have um who they own hulu and hulu has misfits on it 
and Misfits was, I think it well actually I think it's a, and what I can't IG four or whatever they call that channel there, but Netflix has IT BBC, Crowd, right? Uh, BBC property, yeah. Netflix has IT Crowd, which is a fucking great show. Disney has all the BBC like uh, nature programs, mm-hmm. David Attenborough and all that. Yeah, so it must National be Disney. Disney's just it must be BBC's just selling properties to these streaming services. Which makes sense. I'm I'm sure yeah, BBC I mean, probably has their own streaming network in these well, other have, countries. They have there, there, there's BritBox, but they don't have like everything on there. Yeah, can Mostly, we buy BritBox any, here? That P, anything that PBS had is on BritBox. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. HBO Max just got Sesame Street. That's a huge draw. Well, HBO's had Sesame Street for yeah. HBO's had yeah. Sesame Street for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah, probably more than that. I don't know. They need to they need to come out with some solution because I spend more on streaming services than my cell phone bill. Well, I spend more time just surfing streaming services than I do actually watching anything on streaming services. That's the one thing I like about like Roku, I can search within Roku for a show and it'll navigate me to the streaming service or my Google TV. I can search for it in my Google TV and it'll navigate me to the streaming service. Amazon, the fire sticks a clusterfuck, dude. <laughs> like I can't even it's hard to find things on even on I, Prime, I find it's hard to find things. I mean even nowadays too with all the streaming services we have, I find that the Prime interface is the worst. Yeah, dude. All I want to do like when I when the first thing I go to on any of these uh, streaming networks is I go to what has been released in the last week. Amazon Prime does not have that. You cannot see what they've come out with in the last week. And that's all I want because of, of, like I checked it the week before, it's going to be different the week after. Netflix comes out with stuff every what Friday? Mm-hmm. It's going to be different every Friday. So I go there, I check and see if something interests me. If nothing interests me, I move on to the next thing. Disney has a has a what's been just released. Paramount has that. HBO Max has that. Um, Apple TV has that. Prime is the only one that doesn't have it. Prime has the worst, and it's exactly like the Fire Stick. They have the worst uh, UI out of all of them. But I digress. Let's proceed. What do yeah, you think? it's just you know streaming service fatigue. It it happens. I think a lot of people have it too because we've been locked in our houses for the last three years due to COVID and you had nothing better to do than... I don't have anything on my watch list. Yeah. I've watched everything on my watch list. On here. So it's no surprise that you're getting streaming fatigue after coming out of a pandemic. But um, I digress. Uh, This episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast is brought uh, brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off a free worldwide shipping with the code AGEEKPODCAST at at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Like we said earlier, Manscaped's a great product. Such a great product that Max took it overboard and almost shaved his completely bo- his complete body bare. He had a complete mental breakdown after doing it. <laughs> and we had to, you know, I had to go and, and shoot the, 
the squirrel that was in my attic to make him a merkin so he could at least feel a little bit more normal. Um, he just got to, to lawn mowing with that lawnmower 4.0. And you know what he said to me in the middle, in between sobs is, I can't believe I still never nicked myself. It reduces the nicks. The lawnmower 4.0 is a great tool that reduces nicks and reduces the bleeding. It reduces the ouchies on your nether regions that you never want. The itchies. Um, the itchies, yes. He, you know, Max smelled like a million bucks because he was using the the ball deodorant, but he just he just got a little carried away and and shaved up all of his nether regions, and we had to make him a merkin so he felt a little bit better. But what's it called? The know. crop preserver? Is that that oint, the lotion the crop preserver? Um, which one? Which one's the it? crop preserver? Uh, I don't know. They've got the. They've the lotion, the I think, is called Crop Preserver, and that stuff's fucking awesome. No, that's isn't that the ball deodorant? And there's the toner. It's the toner. It's the spray. Oh, is that what it is? Something yeah. says Crop Preserver on it. I just don't yeah, remember it what it is. Yeah, might be the toner. I think it's the toner, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Max, just so you know we're not lying, like Max would get through about 10, 10 to 15% of his body hair. He'd have to throw it on the charger again. And he'd get through another 10 to 15%. He had to throw it on the charger. So he, th- he put his his clippers through the ringer, dude. Yeah. Through he, the ringer. Had to charge it like six times to get through his entire body. And he cried to me. He was like, my wife gets mad when she comes in the bathroom and finds pubes on the sink. <laughs> and, I, and I said, Max, you know, you don't have to worry about that because the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof. You can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom sink and floor no more pubes on the floor you can do it right in the bat in the shower and and get rid of all of those disgusting pubes right down the drain you get flushed away with the with the manscaped 4.0 lawnmower so yeah in case you need a representation of of what max looks like now um (laughs) let me let me pull this up here real quick this is an this is this is a, ma- a picture Max sent me today of his new look. <laughs> oh, the naked mole impossible. rat. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was always my favorite part. Him, him, and Ron. <laughs> and and uh, leftover Zaggy sitting here talking about the tingles. We've been talking about the tingles all night. Well, you want to talk about tingles? Like Lance was talking about, let's talk about the crop preserver. The ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. Your woman will thank you too. It'll give you the tinglies. You'll be smelling great. She won't be afraid to go downstairs for a little fun time, little backseat fun time in the car. When when you're wearing the manscape because you, know, you didn't see I did the little hand thing too. So. You know, get the manscaped. Just don't go over top like Max. Don't shave everything off like Max. And when Max comes back, you know, don't make fun of the fact that he's got, you know, a merkin on and he's had to strategically super glue his hair. A pube toupee. Yeah. Back to to his head. Like, let's not make fun of the man because he had a little bit of a trimmer obsession. He just went a little too far. It happens. You know, I'm telling you, with, with the ease... Of all of these tools, it makes trimming and hygiene fun. And Max has got a little carried away. It 
it happens to the best of us. And yeah, don't, so, don't be alarmed when he comes back next Friday and he has got a full, you know, the man grows hair within like 15 minutes. So it's all gone and it comes right back. So he's going to come back next that's week. That's right, your mom. No more pubes on the floor so you can clog your shower drains instead. Dude, Aaron you know has a funny get? story about, hold on, Aaron oh, has ahead. a funny story about Manscaped. So with Manscaped, when you buy this package, you can get 20% off at manscaped.com plus free shipping when you use the promo code aggeekpodcast at manscaped.com. But they gave us a beautiful T-shirt, like one of the most comfortable, like fabric fe- feeling, anyways, T-shirts um, ever. And it, you know, it says Manscaped, of course, the logo, and on the back it says Manscaped, your balls will thank you. I gave that shirt to Erin, and she was wearing it at Target or at Walmart. Well, it was Target, wasn't it? It's either Target or Walmart. But she was doing something, and she said a guy screamed to her, "I have a Manscaped from down the aisle." <laughs> And she turned around and he had his hand raised like he was proud of it. And she was like, cool, man. And and she told me all about it. So, you know, there's there's well, did she tell him the promo code, right? <laughs> there's a million of men out there that are using Manscaped. So why you don't know, you jump on the train and get 25 percent off by using code a geek podcast at manscaped.com? Honestly, we should ask him if we can get a shirt with our promo code on it. We'll wear that to Comic-Con. Mm, yeah. But. Right. He was waving. He was. She was excited. She told me all about it. Good she had to him. call me and tell me about it. Great products. Fantastic products. Yep. It's Go time to take soon. care of you and your balls. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off. Plus free shipping with promo code Podcast. And I'm telling you, we are weeks away from, from Phoenix Comic Con. If you live in the Phoenix area, hear me. We are weeks away from Phoenix Comic Con. It is in the middle of May. We are only in April, and it's already been almost 100 degrees. You're going to sweat. Your balls is going to stink. Don't be the smelly kid at con. Get manscaped. Get the ball deodorant. Get the ball toner so you can give yourself a little spritz. Carry it in your backpack. Give yourself yes, a little bring spritz it with at the you. Con. Please, you know, please bring it with you. <laughs> everyone at the con will be thanking you. And maybe you know, you'll know get a little extra loving at, at the speed dating when you're out there trying to find that Corbin. special someone. Corbin. <laughs> Corbin's like, look, man, I already, I'm already on Manscaped. We, I've got this band. We've got this covered. So, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now that he's on Manscaped, he'll probably have a little bit more luck at the speed dating round. <clears throat> Moms and dads that listen to this podcast, if you have kids that are getting to that age, like my brother, when my when my little brother was like 13, he needed deodorant bad. His armpit smelled like Campbell's chicken soup. If you know what I mean. <laughs> my mom for the longest time just denied wanting to get him deodorant but he needed it if i would have had an option to buy a manscape i would have got him there and be like listen dude you need to do something because you smelling funky dude funny story dude can i can i just add to what you just said because i was just talking about it with my wife before the show she gets an email from from our kids school that said hey guys it's getting hotter you know we just want to make sure everyone remembers the dress code and you know like it's okay to not dress as warm but remember we do have a dress code also um, make sure your kids bring deodorant with them to school because the smell is getting kind of not so good. <laughs> An official email, school. dude. <laughs> the school's been like, look, motherfuckers, your kids stink. You got some stinky ass kids. You need it was the funniest thing I've ever read, dude. It was it was awesome. Who t- yes, who you says can. That? Absolutely. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're planning to go to Scottsdale Comic Con tomorrow, old man con. 
get out there. Get yourself some Manscaped. Get that express shipping. You probably won't get it by tomorrow, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> do the world a favor and shower. Hey, we told them this this last week. They had con. prep time. Yeah, that's true. They had prep time. But, you know, old man con this weekend. Don't forget to check that out in Scottsdale and uh, get yourself some Manscaped while you're at it. Your balls. What time does that you. start at? 11, I believe. Your balls will thank you. Your wife will thank you. Your girlfriend will thank you. Your sister will thank you. Ida, down, the lady with all the cats downstairs, will thank you. And uh, yeah, smell travels down south. Yeah, so maybe you'll get a little downstairs neighbors. Maybe you know, I'm not saying that it's gonna happen, but maybe there's a chance you, you spray a little bit ball toner on, and you're walking on the street, and some girl stops and and looks back and goes, "Damn, you smell good." <laughs> yeah, manscape for kids. Boom, million state, million dollar idea. There you go. <laughs> oh, thank you, manscape for being a good friend of the show i actually had a million idea a dollar idea for manscaped today that's a little inappropriate because it involves cum but you know (laughs) (laughs) just you know the white just they had some cleanup wipes afterwards for guys or something you know whatever but (laughs) essentially just man i'm not even gonna touch it essentially just baby wipes (laughs) you slap a manscaped stick around but it's it's marketing right that's marketing right (laughs) Anybody who's in the marketing knows it's the same it's shit. Man wipes. Yeah. In a, in the Ma- Manscaped the flamethrower. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's the next, dude, the that's the, book. Yeah. <laughs> that's the next way it's going to be, dude. All right. Manscaped the flamethrower to just fucking burn them, burn them roots. <laughs> it, it might be a little dicey. Dude, I had, I, I knew a kid in high school that used Nair. On his nether regions. Oh god. Oh, oh and, no. And it burned him so bad, dude. He didn't come to school for like four days. <laughs> I, I said, Well, it. why the fuck would you put that down there? <laughs> never knew my sister. Yeah. Not to mention like nair on your nuts. Like there's gotta be some like cancer uh uh possibilities there, you know. <laughs> and listen, if you're the kind of guy you know, maybe your lady trims up and you don't get get the Manscaped 4.0 for her. She can have the trimmer. If you like the more natural wild bush, wild beast, yeti fucking lifestyle, then you can use just the ball cologne or, you know, the, the toner or what, you know, make your pubes a little bit softer, what, whatever have you. If you like to go in the 80s porn bush and, and she's more of the, the dirty little landing strip or, you know, shaving it into like a bat signal or whatever she wants to do you get the manscape for her and it's a gift for both of you. oh man twenty percent off manscape promo code a geek podcast manscape.com the world will thank you get it today yeah you gotta do the point again all right what's next not available in stores <laughs> this will not never available in stores <laughs> can I just say this will never happen I really don't think it will happen. Jim Carrey wants Jim Carrey will come back to Ace Ventura if Christopher Nolan directs it. What? Yeah, I think he's just trolling, dude. <laughs> but he said it. He said it. Christopher Nolan, Ace Ventura. Huh? How long ago did he say this? Um, had to was it before he had the whole "I might retire" routine on uh, Good Morning America this week? 
It was recently. Uh, he did an interview with E News. Kerry was asked about whether he would be willing to return. This was twelve hours ago. Classic roles in the future project, <laughs> unless some genius person directs, um, and comes up with a new, completely new take on what's going on. You know, if Christopher Nolan came to me and said, "I want to make Ace Ventura real," and want to do something, you know, something more interesting, then I might listen. But if you're the most, but for the most part, you know, after a certain time, there's no one calling, uh, and not a cell in your body that is that person anymore. So you end up just imitating what you did in the old days. So basically, he's saying he's not the same Jim Carrey he was back in the Ace Ventura days. Well, he learned from right. Dumb and Dumber. Because yeah. the sequel to Dumb and Dumber, both of them, there was a prequel and a sequel. Prequel he wasn't in. Dumb and the sequel was dumb. The sequel was dumb. Yeah. Um, so he learned. He learned. You know, they, there's been clamoring for years about them revisiting the cable guy. And I'm like, dude, no. Do something new. He's doing Sonic now, and he, it's fucking awesome. He just did that Super Bowl commercial where he was the cable guy. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, that's commercial. It yeah. didn't have uh, Matthew Broderick in it, though. No. Which I thought was a no, miss, I don't think Matthew but, but, um I don't know. Getting Nolan to do a Ace Ventura, that's kind of like asking Francis Ford Coppola to come in and do a Kingpin movie. Right. A gangster <laughs> war. Uh, that would be fucking awesome. Are you talking about Kingpin from Marvel? Yeah. Well, yeah. Kingpin. No, no Kingpin from the bowling movie. Is that what you're? T- which one are you talking about? <laughs> Kingpin from Marvel. Because because now I now I want Francis Ford Coppola to do Kingpin from Marvel, dude. <laughs> no Kingpin from the fucking bowling movie. Because that sounds Jesus fucking Christ. awesome. Do you not think that sounds awesome? That that'd probably be the one thing you you probably get him on, I guess. Or 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 get Scorsese to do a Kingpin movie. Scorsese. What would I get Scorsese to do? I mean that guy is like the king of like mafia type movies. I, mean, I, guess, I guess he could do a gangster movie too. I mean, I never well, liked he's done um, gangster movies, gangs in New York, but oh yeah, but that one's like set in the old times, like um, the yeah, it's like eighteen hundreds Victorian. Yeah, era. yeah. But dude, like imagine a Kingpin movie like as like Departed or something like like the Kingpin meets Departed, like that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, I know you were trying to say a joke, but now I want it. <laughs> Please give it to me. One of those things that'll get stuck in your head. You know, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, when you said it, I was like, why Why is that funny? <laughs> Even though both of them have said that Marvel movies are like a theme park. Yeah, this won't happen. Yeah, but, you know, when you back up a truck full of cash, it doesn't matter what you're making. That Disney money. There's that the Disney mouse, money. Anybody, eat, really. eat, motherfucker. Yeah. But, oh, man. How I much of a hypocrite would you cash. look like? If Martin scared... Oh, someone's pissed off out there. If Martin Scorsese came and did a Marvel movie, how much of a hypocrite do you think he'd be labeled? The biggest ever? Yeah. I don't think, he'd, I don't think anyone would care. No, no. Cause I think he's too big of a... If it turned out to be like a, a, a cinematic masterpiece, I don't think anyone would care. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, if it if it was dog shit awful, then they probably would say something. Yeah, they'd forgive well, him. You were right. You shouldn't have done it. Right. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. All right, what's next? Oh, oh, from one shit, sequel bro. to another, <laughs> director Kevin Smith, back on to Kevin, revealed that Clerks 3 is finished and that it is a gem of a movie. And originally it was posted that it was going to come out in July of 2022, but it is now um, slated for fall 2022. So Excellent. hopefully we'll get a trailer soon. But I'm excited to to take another trip to the VSQ universe and visit our old friends Dante and Randall and Elias again. I'm here for it. But I'm eager to see a trailer and see more about it. I just hope it's better than Clerks 2. That's all I want. I love Clerks 2. Yeah, it fell flat for me. I love Clerks 2, man. Love Clerks, the first Clerks. Clerks 2 fell flat. And I think it's because I was expecting more of the first Clerks, and it's very different than the first one. Clerks 1 is a masterpiece, dude. It's like you're trying to capture lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that. just Clerks which, two. Which one was black and white? Was Clerks the one. first one. Was it one of them black and white? Yeah, yeah the, the first, first Clerks. The first. One. Yeah, okay. and then the second one was much more of a satirical comedy. Like, yeah, it's. I never it's, saw the second one in order. There's a whole scene um, where they're so. someone's fucking a donkey. I think. Yeah. 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 And yeah, then I was, um, I was never this huge one Clerks two. It's supposed to be more of a like, kind of like the same principle is jane silent bob reboot is this movie is them making the original clerks movie so it's like dante telling the, the story of his life by them making the original clerks movie so hey kevin smith found something that works keep on doing it <laughs> i i guess <laughs> see i mean jj abrams is doing it <laughs> can't wait to see more all right all so right I tried to find something that was a Batman, Doctor Strange thing, but Doctor Strange kicked the shit out of Batman in movie ticket prices this last week. Yeah. Early ticket sales for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness have far surpassed the record set by Warner Brothers, the Batman, within the first 24 hours. Yeah. I've already bought my tickets. I've got my tickets for for Thursday opening night. So I went, I logged into the AMC, and this is kind of a knock on AMC theaters. I logged in, they make you sit in this thing like you're next in line or whatever. You sit there, selected my seats, pressed checkout, crashed. Did it again. Luckily, those seats were still there, crashed. And I said, okay, well, it looks like AMC's not working. Tried a couple hours later, same seats were there, tried it again, crashed. Could not buy them from AMC to save my life. I tried it on the phone, tried it on the computer, just kept crashing. Finally, I was able to get it from Fat Cats. Dude, it's not close to me. AMC's not close. The only reason I like AMC is, A, I'm a Stubbs member, so my ticket, I don't have to pay for it. That's covered in my monthly. Yeah, I heard that's a good program. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Um, $20 a month, three movies a week at any other theaters. Dolby, IMAX, there's no extra surcharge. But it's not close to me. So there's a I pass about four or five theaters just to get to the AMC theater. So it's it's not close, but it's worth it because Dolby is by far the most premium way to watch a movie in the in the, the movie theater. Yeah. Dolby's just amazing. But I got them from Fat Cats, luckily, which is just down the street from my house. Got right in the center of the theater, right in the center of the screen. Um, because theirs came out like five hours after everybody else released their tickets, so I yeah, got them today. And it's interesting. Harkins here is starting showings on Thursday. The movie doesn't technically come out till the Friday, till the fifth, 
they're starting showings on the fourth. Or no, sorry, the sixth. They're showing doing showings on the fifth. Is that Thursday? Three yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. That's that's when my yeah. my my right. view. I'm watching it Thursday. That's when I'm going to yeah. Thursday at, at seven thirty. My, my theater me. has it at eleven in the morning on Thursday. Jeez. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. I'd rather do that. I don't want to go at night. But just to put it in perspective, so the Batman open pre-sales did about eight million dollars. Um, I just had it here. Uh, did about eight million dollars. Um, within the first twenty-four hours, per, when pre-sales went up, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has um, the numbers are suggesting fifteen million plus in the first twenty-four hours. Oh, almost double been on sales. Almost double. Yeah. What did No Way Home do? Uh, I have no idea. That's a good question. I know that was pre-sale? last year, but it it be. I wonder how close it was to Doctor or how close well Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange is it. comfortably the second biggest non-Avengers pre-sale start. The exact numbers um, will take some time, but 15 million plus in 24-hour sales. Ex- uh, exact projections later, but set for a huge opening week, unlikely closer to 200 million dollars opening weekend. Do you know what the first is? Endgame or Spider-Man? That's all I can think of. It's got to be one Rogue of those two. A Rogue One, as far as well, because he was saying the second Marvel, right? Yeah, no, well, second said... biggest non-Avengers opening weekend. So, is it speaking just to Marvel or to all of them? They, like Rogue One, like this, is just said. this is of the all the Marvel movies. It's the second biggest non-Avengers pre-sale yeah. start. That's the Marvel. Yeah, yeah but so it's this not is including your no. game. But they're compar- comparison to the Batman because this is the the two first two like real like other than Spider Man post COVID I guess you could say theatrical releases superhero releases. So Spider Man did thirty five million in pre sale tickets. So yeah, this even blew away Spider Man. Well, no, no that's at fifteen million. Fifteen million, yeah, yeah. Spider Man is still, but that's the entirety. Of the pre-sale, but, there's no, still three weeks. What and... what did they do in the first 24 hours? Because this is saying that it's the exact, it's the biggest, second biggest non-Avengers, 15 million in 24 hours. Says Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Madness tickets not as good as Spider-Man No Way Home. Is this article here? But it's not telling me. Uh, let's see, Multiverse of Madness. Has already broken Fandango's record for first day ticket sales in 2022, as well gaining the most first day pre sales since 2021 Spider Man No Way Home. The epic first day of pre sales for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness proves fans are beyond excited to experience all the thrills, chills, and blockbuster surprises Marvel Studios is known to deliver. So. There you go. Two and a half hours of fun. Yeah, but it crushed the Batman in pre-sales. Which so. is understandable. Batman Batman is definitely not um geared towards the younger fan base like the Marvel movies are. Like this is this is a movie that a majority of parents would feel more comfortable bringing 
smaller children to this than they would the Batman, just judging by the trailers alone. I mean, and the Marvel name. I mean, Marvel, people associate Marvel with Disney. So, like, I guarantee you're going to go to this movie, you're going to see six, seven-year-old kids there. I didn't see that at my Batman movie. You don't think those the zombies, like Zombie Strange? Yeah, but it still has that Disney connection. You know what I mean? It, there's still right. so they, there's still that trust with with Disney as yeah. far as you know. I don't know. Batman Batman looked pretty hard when the when the trailer came out. It looked like a hard film. Like I I was shocked they didn't rate it. Well, after I saw it, I understand why they didn't rate it make it rated r but the trailer was making was trying to make you believe that it was an r-rated movie almost you know it was pretty dark right but it looks like zaggy's stood for dr strange because it's just like dr strange dr strange dr strange dr strange dr strange well yeah i'm I'm excited dude i don't know i guess he didn't like batman <laughs> I loved Batman, man. That was a great movie. But Doctor Strange, I think it's just going to be more of what we got from Spider-Man where there's just going to be a whole bunch of I mean, we already seen um Patrick Stewart in the trailer. I mean, well, you so see him, well, you we hear heard him. him. You hear him. You hear him and you see the back of his head. Right? I mean, cuz he's talking, you see the back of his head and uh, you don't even see the back of his head, you just hear his voice. No, he's talking. I think see, uh, Doctor, I think yeah, see you see the back of his head when he's talking when unless there's a new trailer i haven't seen that's the original one doctor strange is standing up thing you don't really see the back of his head you see like, like you see like the, the chairs half. are sitting I, in yeah you see like the back half i think the his... imax i think the imax trailer showed a little more of his maybe that's the only one i've seen i don't know but when he's talking doctor strange is standing like at a distance and it's mm. and it's filming from behind somebody but you see like the back half of of this person's head which is a bald man, so you can't really tell it's Patrick Stewart. But then when you hear the voice, you're like, oh, that's Patrick Stewart. But, I mean, if he's in this movie, then the possibility is endless. You I mean, you could get Hugh Jack. And I'm, I'm not – I haven't read anything. I don't know. I'm trying to stay far away from spoilers on this movie. But possibilities, Hugh Jackman, Tobey Maguire, you know, anybody from the X-Men universe. Uh, I mean, there's so many possibilities of people that could appear well, in this movie. Uh, yeah, not so to that- mention- oh, go ahead, Sticks. Yeah, that last trailer. I I was thinking, when they show you the like who's gonna be on that the, the on the Panel. stage there for what might be the Illuminati. So there's the guy that walks across the stage and he's got a sword. And at first I thought it was gonna be Blade, but now after seeing this last trailer, it's gonna be Mordo. He's gonna be yeah. one of the Illuminati. But a different version of Mordo, right? Like this one's got. Right. I hear it's a. I hear it's a multiversal version of Mordo. It's not the one that we know from the original movie. Well, I've yeah, heard it's, it's John Krasinski. I've heard John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic. I've heard Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man. I've heard yeah. like there's all these possibilities. I've heard Daniel Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of things have been thrown out there. A lot sure. of things. So I, I think you're going to get the same fan excitement, hopefully, that you got from... I mean, because the crowd will go... No, if Hugh Jackman's in this movie, the crowd's going to go berserk. You're going to get the same level of love from Hugh Jackman <laughs> that you get from Toby <laughs> Zaggy's getting tingles. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't make me get the hose. But, but what's next? I'm excited for that movie, though. 
Will Smith, yeah. his career is in is just plummeting since the slap heard around the world. Do you like that picture I found? Yeah, that does. That's funny. <laughs> um, he has now since come out that they were developing a Deadshot movie that was shelved, and they're saying it was shelved before the slap, but they think the slap might have a lot to do with it. Um, so he's lost dead. DC's not moving forward with anything he's doing Deadshot wise. His biggest franchise and Bad Boy. Sony is not moving forward with bad with Bad Boys Four right now because of the controversy he's in. Um, Which his, Martin Lawrence is pissed. <laughs> yeah, his popularity is plummeting. He's afraid that he's going to be um, canceled. And it just came out today that um, the Academy has banned him from all award ceremonies and, Acad- and Academy events for the next ten years. Ten years, dude. Yeah. He doesn't All care because... though. He's got his Oscar. Like he's not getting his Oscar taken away. He's he won he, his Oscar, so, so he's he's sitting pretty. He don't care. But so like... he can he can be nominated and he can win, but he can't show up to to get it or be Correct. on or be on any video to accept it. Correct or uh, or attend any Oscar or Academy. Yeah. Yep. You can't. Party. But do you think person, after do you think after four or five years that that might get reversed? I don't think it's gonna be ten. Dude, years. Dude, I think it's like two years and it's done. Like, yeah, I mean, nobody's gonna care. Yeah, ten anymore. years seems a lot to me. Yeah, two, two to three years, topped. I thought he would get something. I didn't ten think years ten seems years. excessive. I mean, and really, yeah. like, what are you? He he doesn't have to get all in his tuxedo and go to award ceremony, but yet he can still win an award. Yeah. Yay! Is he what can I would go say. To the after parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just can't be they can't be associated or sponsored by the academy. So like right. any after parties, any award ceremonies that are academy um sponsored, he can't yeah. attend. But 10 years for a slap across the face, man. Like ultimately it doesn't mean shit though because like he's got his Oscar, he can still be nominated. He just can't be there. And oh my god, you know, big fucking deal there, I guess. You don't get to cry on stage. Which they're 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 picking that whole acceptance speech apart because he apologizes to all these people, but not once apologizes to the dude he slaps. <laughs> right. He's just dude, gonna be the beacon for love, man, the vessel for love. So all I had seen was was the slap, of course, like everybody saw. And then I saw the um a quick clip of the after thing was saying, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. What I didn't see was Chris Rock's response to that. Will Smith shouting it again, and then Chris Rock's response to that. I didn't see all that. So it it went way further than even just a slap. I mean, on national yeah. television, the dude's shouting the F word. You Luckily, need to pay more attention to Twitter, bud. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I didn't see that stuff. <laughs> that I didn't was see all that over stuff. Twitter, man. But, like, he's like, he's like, okay, dude, I will. Like, And then he says something about the greatest night in television or something like that, but that to me like proved to me that this whole thing wasn't fake it's like, the greatest moment in the history of television yeah not to mention um chris rock has a uh, a disability the non non nonverbal it's linked to asperger's where he can't tell he he doesn't read physical cues as far as you know what i mean like like folding your like you know 70% of a person's uh 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 uh, speech is through body movement 
right? Or, or facial expressions or whatever. Like you can read a lot from a person based on what they're doing from their body and their and their facial expressions. He can't read those things. He doesn't. It it doesn't. It doesn't click for him, right? So all it is is the words that are coming out of your mouth. The other thing is is that everybody has said he had no idea that Jada even had alopecia. He just thought this woman shaved her head. And the tamest of jokes, too. A G.I. Jane joke, really? But, I mean, the the I could understand if he went up there and said, hey, your wife's a bitch, blah, 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 and then this happened. But he basically said a dad joke. He told a dad joke and got slapped across the face for it. Well, I guess, I mean, I, I can understand it when, like you said, he's the laughing stock of the world right world right now because his wife basically just made him a giant cuck yeah she has sex with her so. with her son's friends yep like children these are children because isn't isn't her son well, I mean, like they're 18 like, or something they're 18 and 19 i mean they're but when you're adults, in your 40s legally when, adults but yes but when you're in 40s when you're in your 40s and 50s and 18 year old is a child hey man when you're living that hollywood lifestyle it don't matter still a child dude <laughs> That Hollywood lifestyle, son, it don't matter. And I would not even put it past them. And and I haven't read anything to, but there there has been some other things that make me believe that this pr- would be the case. That some of them might not even be eighteen because these are the same two people that were allowing their daughter, who was under the age of sixteen, to sleep with a twenty-two year old man. Allegedly. Allegedly, but there's a lot of there's a lot of proof to back it up. But <laughs> yes. So wait, Philip Smith physically assaulted a guy with a disability. Yeah, a true disability, not balding. Okay. I don't know. I've never seen that said about Chris Rock, so I don't. Oh yeah, it it came out. It came out two days ago. It's called NV. What's it called? Nonverbal dis. Uh, what's it called? S, I think is what it is, or something like that. NVLD, nonverbal learning disorder. Chris Rock is diagnosed with nonverbal learning disorder, um, and that came out in 2020 that he had this this uh, this uh, mm. diagnosis. Um, a friend suggested Rock had Asperger, so he decided to look into it. Sure enough, after cognitive testing, at 55 years old, he got an answer. NVLD is hard to catch and is often missed until late adulthood. So nonverbal learning disorder is uh, non uh, is similar to autism and Asperger's. People with NVLD struggle with spatial learning and social cues. People with NVLD have strengths in vocabulary and verbal skills, which we know Chris Rock does. According to the NVLD project, these are some of the things people with NVLD can have trouble with. Motor skills such as using scissors or tying shoelaces, social awareness, being able to stay focused, reading social cues, reading comprehension and word problems for math, handwriting and lack of common sense. Eh, it was a joke. It, a yes, the joke. other day it was probably in poor taste, but I don't even think it was. Don't if slap you don't know man. if you don't know somebody that this is that this is something if you just think somebody can, like you're at the Oscars, everybody's making fun of everybody. I watched Amy Schumer completely um uh insult um kirsten dunst right on the same program what she did with kirsten dunst was bad 
not even being reported on because obviously this is the headline, right? But this is what happens at the Oscars. Ricky Gervais, he did a bunch of other award shows and just completely dismantled Hollywood and made fun of everybody. Called essentially called Leonardo DiCaprio a pedophile on on he these award them all shows. Yeah, he them all the but he attacked Leonardo DiCaprio specifically, saying like Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio brought his girlfriend here and 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 broke up with her halfway through the ceremony or something like that because she was she became too old for him or something like that. Like like he attacked Leonardo DiCaprio. But yeah. this is what happens at these award shows. You see somebody come in, they're in sitting front row, dead center. She shaved her head. You have no idea that they're suffering from any sort of disease, right? Or ailment or whatever. You think it's just someone that shaved their head and you made a G.I. Jane joke. You didn't call her Gollum. You didn't call her Bruce Willis. Sorry, Bruce Willis. I know you have your own issues you're dealing with. You didn't, you didn't like, you said G.I. Jane. Not to me. You almost called her Bruce Willis because Demi Moore was G.I. Jane. That was Bruce Willis's wife. But here's the other thing G.I. Jane is an empowering female character if you know if you've ever seen the movie gi jane that's an empowering female character it's almost a compliment i saw some comedian said how shitty does demi Moore feel right now that this whole thing started because jenny pinkett smith was compared to demi Moore. Eh. it's just ridiculous the whole thing's ridiculous will smith acted like a child i totally agree with standing up for your wife but this was not but in true Hollywood fashion, he got a little slap on the hand, and that's it. Because really, his punishment doesn't mean jack shit in the long mm-hmm. run. He just can't appear. Still has his. Ceremonies. Still has his little. Oh. Still has his little golden award. Yep. He got his trophy, and that's all that matters. So, who knows? But uh, do you want to do the the Marvel tier list, or yes, we have time yeah, to can. do it, or yeah, yeah, we can run through. Yeah, it. yeah. Do a Marvel in oh, credits tier list. I had it pulled up and now it's gone. Oh no, here it is. It's on my other tab. There we go. So we were talking about the Morbius trailer last week and how bad that end credit scene was, and then we got to asking what is the best end credits end credit scenes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So go ahead and hit it, Lance. What you got? I'm pulling it up. Now, hopefully, I did some when I made this. Um, <laughs> Fuck, nobody gives a shit about Hudson Hawk. Yes, <laughs> none of this would have happened if Hudson Hawk had won the Oscar. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit about Hudson Hawk. So we, so this is just Marvel end credit scenes, not DC. Um, and there's a lot here, so I'm just I'm Marvel, thinking put that fucking Venom so, in there. Not yeah, MCU, so, Marvel. Because okay. Morbius is not Marvel, not MCU, right? Well, it is, but it's not, right? Well, I mean, you've got Deadpool in there, and you, yeah, you got. I basically Marvel every Marvel movie Marvel. that had a post credit scene. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, just hey, Marvel, all no Marvel DC. Properties. Let's just say this are all Marvel properties. Yes, which took some time to research because I could not remember that some of these even had post credit scenes, <laughs> but. Let's let's start with um how do you want to start this sticks what should we do should we start with uh the Sony universe first so we'll start with Venom and Carnage Sure So what That's happened fine. at the end of Venom and Carnage That was the Spider-Man reveal right 
where you saw yep. Venom in the in the uh, screen and said, "Hey, I know this guy" or whatever, and kind of licked the screen. I think is what it was kind of yep. dumb, right? Yep. It wasn't even a true yep. Spider-Man cameo. <laughs> and then it makes it even more dumb because if you saw the end of um, Spider-Man: No Way Home, which the follow-up to that scene was essentially another post-credit scene that was kind of dumb too, right? In No Way Home with Venom. Um, it did, however, allow Venom to be into the MCU because he leaves a little piece of himself behind. Um, where would you rank that Venom and Carnage on the tier? Fucking Hudson Hawk had the best after credit stinger. Did it? No, it didn't. Hudson Hawk sucks. <laughs> Basic-ish, it sucks. Where Where would you put Venom and Carnage? Are you are you list. listening as one thing? What's that? Or are they both separate? Well, Venom, the Venom, Venom let, Carn- there let there be carnage. Yeah, the Venom let there be carnage movie with this guy here. Okay. D. Oh, yeah, Zaggy says C. That's, D. For that's me. not very high. Yeah, I'd put it at D. I have a feeling most of the great. Sony the Sony stuff is going to live in this realm right here. <laughs> Uh, except for um, I'm trying to remember what happened at um, End of the Spider Verse is a D two because the end of the Spider Verse one was just the um, don't you the dare set up for Spider Man 2099 and it did give us the pointing meme and I want to say it led into the Venom movie I can't remember what other movie it led into I want to say it led into the Venom movie well obviously it did not have a lasting impression. Right, except for the pointing, well, the pointing scene. Did at the wasn't the or, or was it just a separate piece? Didn't that lead into that that Spider Ham short? Oh, with John Mulaney. I think that was just yeah. a separate piece. Was that just a separate piece? Okay. Um. So for the so first. Into the Spider Verse, I guess I I don't think it was as bad as Venom, so I'd put that C. Put it C. Yeah, I I, I, mean, I always... think I agree. I I do think it's a little bit better than the Let There Be Carnage. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Eternals. Eternals was the um, the uh, Black Knight reveal, Black, right? Black Knight reveal. That's yeah, a the, D. Uh, yeah, um, that was. You did hear? You did hear Blade, Blade. right? Yeah, Mershali. But I still think it was a D because it really didn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, go up, go anywhere, and like that whole movie led you to believe that the Black Knight, like from the trailers and stuff and the hype, the Black Knight was going to be in all of it. The Black Knight was going to be in all of it, and you you don't even see him. Yeah, become the Black yeah, he... Knight to like that after credit scene. So, yeah. So we're putting a D. Yeah, I think D. D. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they kind of hint that he's something, probably something more. Well, they never really do it until that credit scene. All right, Spider-Man. They keep talking about his heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home had the Venom after credits and Doctor Strange trailer. Um, I also think it was a D. Yeah, I I think so, too. I mean, except that it had Danny Rojas. Football is life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm watching the thing. I was like, where do I know that guy from? Dude, the minute he came on screen, Aaron was like, that's Danny Rojas. And I was like, yep, that sure is. So we're giving this one a D too? Yep. Yeah. All right, Captain Marvel. 
That was the that was oh, the Skrulls, right? Was it or the, the one where? Skrulls? No, the reveal of Skrulls was Spider Man Far from uh, Home. Far right? from Home. Man, this is hard. There... I'm looking them up as we're talking yeah. about them. What was the Captain Marvel one? I thought that was the one with the the two scrolls and that they're in the car. One they were they changed. No, that's far no, from that's, home. That's that, Spider-Man Far From Home. That is far from home. Okay. Yeah. What was that one then? It was um uh, let's see. I completely Um, oh, wasn't it? Didn't it tie into Endgame? Yeah. Oh, was was his the one? Was that the one where Stanley is talking to the Watchers? No, no, that was Guardians of the Galaxy Two, I think. Is that it? Or was that Doctor Strange? See, they they. Captain Marvel answers a call from the remaining Avengers and meets them. In Captain Marvel's mid-credit scenes, we get a close-up of Nick Fury's two-way pager, the one he messaged Captain Marvel with in Avengers Infinity War post-credit scene, and learn that the remaining Avengers and Captain America uh, have bypassed its battery to keep its distress signal going. That's right, and then she appears, and then it ends. Um, the second one, Goose the Cat coughs up the Tesseract. That's right. That's a gag scene. So all this post credit scene is just bring introduce Captain Marvel to which doesn't make sense, does it? And again, she really didn't do anything, so I'm going to go D. Does that really make sense? Because in Endgame, her introduction is she's flying through space, finds Robert Downey Downey Jr. and brings him back home and that's no, where she's introduced, I think, right? Well, she's introduced um she no she makes an appearance at the end of um of infinity war doesn't she isn't the end of infinity war where she she comes down and she's asking what happened here and she's like looking for nick fury after the pager goes off no i think it was uh... and she's got the long hair and then she comes back. And... That's what it's saying is the is the end scene of Captain Marvel. What? No. It's also um... how they obtain advice. If you recall the end of Infinity War, this group of Avengers was in Wakanda. Then Thanos snapped his fingers and eliminated half of all life on the universe. They were ones who survived while Spider-Man, Black Panther, blah, blah, blah. Then in the Infinity War post credit scene, we saw Fury and Marie Hill driving. Yeah, oh, it is. And then, yeah, and then yeah, he finds the pager. Where's Fury? Yeah, okay. So, okay. No, Infinity then... War is just where he, he's able to call her and then he turns to dust and the beeper hits the ground. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's Infinity War. Then the next movie to come out was Captain Marvel. And mm -hmm. then it was Endgame. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's her arriving at the... Avengers, yeah, after Infinity War, which I which I reiterate doesn't. So, does that scene happen after she saves Robert Downey Jr.? No, it happens before. So was she was she out in space looking for Robert Downey Jr.? Are you you're no. serious? That Endgame's been out that long, and you still haven't figured that out? No, 
So that she Pepper was Potts a... clearly sent her out there to find Tony Stark. I've like seen she... Endgame a million times, dude, and I did not realize that. <laughs> she was clearly sent out there to find him because of the their beacon in and the messages he was leaving her on the helmet. Like she was clearly sent there to fi- to to find them. Guess I'm watching Endgame this weekend again. <laughs> I did not catch that. All right, so is this Infinity War or Endgame right here? That is Endgame. Okay, so Endgame, the post-credit scene, is, there is no post-credit scene. No, there is no post-credit scene in Endgame. So what? So is that Endgame? That is Endgame. Don't know why is that why that's there. Deadpool is the uh, that looks like game. Endgame to me, but I mean you can use it for Infinity War, I guess. But well, is Infinity War on here? What's the one right next to, to Ant-Man? It's super small. I can't see it. It looks like an Infinity Gauntlet. That's Infinity War. So this is Endgame. Endgame did not have an after credit scene except for the... for the uh, the uh, It had the cool credit scene where they were had the showcases of each of the yeah. original characters, which was kind of cool. Yep. But I don't know if you could really call that... A... I give it an S tier just because it's the end of the arc. All right, we'll <laughs> stick it up here. Because I fucked up. <laughs> Deadpool is the Ferris Bueller thing, right? In the pink robe. Yeah, that's a D. Yeah. Oh well, no. Well, yeah, because then he's like, and the next one's gonna have Cable. So it was like the. Yeah. So, I would give that at least that a C. Yeah, C or B. Because it, it got me excited and it was funny. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go C. Uh, Spider Man is as far from home. Yeah, that's the scrolls one. I think that one's an. I think that one's an A for me. I agree because yeah. that one actually yeah. and isn't that also is that the same one where you see Nick Fury on the ship? Isn't there two? No, no. What's that one? No, that's. Wait, is it? Yeah, I think it is the same one. Gosh dang it! Because they it reveals uh-huh. that Nick Fury hasn't been on Earth for a long time. It's the the scroll, the reveal of the scrolls and Nick that Nick Fury's in space. It's, I think it's all the same scene. Well, it's not all the same scene. I think it's two separate scenes, but it's in the same movie. Yeah, I think you're right. First, the it's mid-credit so scene. We first see JK Simmons having about halfway through the credits of Far From Home. Oh, that's yeah, that's the oh, reveal. Oh, the reveal. Yeah, that Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah, Nick Fury's scroll ending is post scene is the same. It's the same. So it, it shows the reveal of the scrolls, and then it goes to cuts to outer space, and it shows Nick Fury on on sword the the space station. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, where he's uh, he's in that. He looks like he's on the beach, and then he gets up, and he's in, uh, on the space station. Yeah, yeah. It's saying that that's not in Spider-Man, so that's in a different movie. Yeah, because that was that's definitely before uh, WandaVision, because I remember in that they said that if you look on his screen, you could see the hexagon on the one of the screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Ow. Oh man, the timeline of this gets kind of jacked up. The only thing it shows you is that they're sitting in the car and that Maria Hill and Nick Fury are actually scrolls. It doesn't go to 
the Nick Fury. Because it says, but logistically, that raises a new question. How long has Nick Fury been ordering Talos and other scrolls to impersonate him on Earth? Probably since the end of Captain Marvel. Because they kind of joined forces with the two of them at the end of that. Spider-Man Far From Home, leading into Spider-Man's No Way Home. Peter Parker um, and Michelle Jones finished their date as uh, Pat Kaner presents a breaking news bulletin to Parker's on uh, horror. The Daily Bugle, Bugle editor J. Jonah Jameson releases footage leaked by the Quentin Beck in which Beck suggests that uh, Spider-Man murdered him and that orders the death of many others after which reveals uh, the two worlds that Parker is Spider-Man. Foreshadowing secret invasion, Nick Fury and Maria Hill are revealed to be Talos and Soren in disguise at Soren's urging Talos contacts the real Nick Fury, who is commanding a ship crew by, by scrolls and informs oh, so him the of the unexpected complications they faced in their mission to stop the Eternals. Or the Elementals, so that, that, that goes directly into Secret War, right? That goes into Secret Invasion, yeah. Secret Invasion, yeah. sorry. I was thinking Infinity War. Secret Invasion. So that that's actually pretty exciting. Like the fact that scrolls are actually coming and there's going to be a huge storyline involving them. So mm-hmm. I agree with you. That should be an A. Uh, what was Shang-Chi's? Uh, Shang-Chi. Um, yeah. In the mid-credits scene, Bruce Banner and Carol Danvers meet with Wong, Shang-Chi, and Katie Chen via that's holograms right. to observe the Ten Rings and discuss their origins. Discovering that the rings are sending a message after Danvers and Banner leave, Wong joins Sing Chi and Chen and spending and spending the night singing karaoke. So, getting drunk. <laughs> so the the beacon thing still hasn't been answered, right? What? No. The beacon thing in the in the gauntlets or whatever or not gauntlets, uh bracelet things. No, it's like nope, a beacon. That's still coming up. That yeah, so we still don't have an answer to that. So where would you knowing that that's incomplete and not knowing where it's going? Because it's the only... I think Shang Chi gets a B just for the sheer comedic yeah. value of of Wong singing karaoke. I love that fucking movie, dude. That movie surprised yeah. the hell out of me how much I liked it. I think that's a good setup too for whatever's coming. Ant Man. Did you find all the post credit scenes? Yeah. Matt? Are you reading them? Yeah. What's at the end of Ant Man? The first Ant Man. Ant Man. The mid credit scene foreshadows Ant Man and the Wasp. Hank Pym showing Hope Van Dyne. An advanced yet unfinished prototype for the wasp suit, promoting her to state it's about damn time. In a cut down scene from Captain America Civil War, Captain America and Falcon discuss what to do with the trapped Warner Soldier, uh, with the Accords preventing them from con- uh, contacting Tony Stark. Falcon recommends a guy he can help them or who can help them. I give that one an A. Except for that scene where he's got his metal arm trapped in that contraption is not even a new scene like they ripped it directly from the movie that was my only right which with is that. Fine. it wasn't but it wasn't anything new well it was new at that time but then they just reused it yeah that was kind but of... it also set up captain yeah, america right. civil war it, it introduced you to the sylvia accords it it kind of sets up a lot so i get the guy he's one. talking about is ant-man correct yeah i give that one yeah. i give that one an a an a Infinity War. Um, 
the first Infinity, the original Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War foreshadowing Captain Marvel. Nick Fury sends a distress signal to an unidentified individual via pager as he, Maria Hill, and several Atlanta pedestrians uh, corrode to dust. So that's the introduction of him paging Captain Marvel. Which, at the time, was pretty cool. And then you saw Captain Marvel, and you were like, oh, this character kind of I think it's a D because it really doesn't amount to much. It's not like... Yeah. I mean, I was excited when I saw it, but then Captain Marvel was such a letdown. Yeah, you know that it kind of cheapened the. After yeah, but you credits. didn't know that. You didn't know that how Captain Marvel was going to turn out from that just a post credit scene. I thought. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was exciting it, when you first saw it, right? Yeah, so I'd put that in C. Yeah, I, it wasn't I'll, go, it I'll wasn't, give you wasn't, C. It wasn't upper tier. It was lower tier, but a couple of these have been worse than that. I mean. I think it would have been a B if Captain Marvel was a good movie. <laughs> you know, just kind of living up to the hype that that the, those credits started. Right. Yeah. And I then guess. Captain Marvel was such a letdown that I think it cheapened it. So it could have been a B, but I, I think yeah. I agree with C. Uh, Black Panther. I'm trying to move through these quickly. Uh, Black Panther, uh, mid credit scene, T'Challa travels to the International Center um, with Nakia and Okoy and Ayo, and Ayo to speak before Everett Ross and the United Nations stating that Wakanda will be open to their borders and utilize its resources to help the world. Uh, Shuri visits a uh, convalescent Bucky Barnes. I don't know why they use convalescent, but whatever. Uh, Bucky Barnes. too smart for their britches. Yeah. <laughs> who has awoken from... a cryostasis and tells him uh he has much to learn yeah so I actually basically like that essentially one. them giving him the the robotic arm i actually like that i think that one's an a specifically because chadwick boseman is the goat i love chadwick boseman i miss him dearly i don't know what do you guys think uh black panthers i'd probably give a c to sticks yeah, yeah i'll go see I think All right, cool. I'm outvoted. We'll put it in C. You see, I'm not fighting on a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War. Um, Captain America: Civil War. Mid-credit scene foreshadowing by Panther. Steve Rogers watches Bucky Barnes go back into cryostasis, and thanks to T'Challa, who has gra uh, granted them asylum in Wakanda until a cure for Banner's mental programming can be found. Or sorry, Barnes, not Banner. For Barnes, mental programming can be found. Uh, foreshadow Spider-Man Homecoming. Peter Parker rests on his bed as Aunt May inquires about his black guy. Oh, as soon as he leaves the room, Peter inspects the web shooters and watches as they emit the spider-shaped symbol. Yes, that is an A. 100% just for the introduction of Spider-Man. Yeah. I'd almost argue that it's an S. Mm. Dude, I was so fucking geeked when I saw that scene. But he was in the movie, though, so like... He was yeah, already but in barely war, in the but... movie. Like you actually got to see Aunt May. You got to see yeah. some of the techies. All right, I'll, I don't give, know, you, I'll give you S. I'll give you S. I was so geeked. Sticks, are you okay with me putting this in S? I, I'm good either S or A. Yeah. Just because of how I Spider Man is my favorite character, so I was fucking geeked when this came out. Uh, Civil War or Captain America: The First Avenger. That's this one, right? That was uh, him waking up in that room. 
uh, and in uh, running out. The Avengers, Nick Fury gives Steve Rogers an assignment with worldwide ramifications. No, it's the one where he's like it's basically the beating boxing. the shit out of the yeah the heavy bag. Which one's the one where he wakes up in the room and then discovers that it's it's part of the movie? Like it's it's part of. Oh, is the that the end Avenger. of the movie? Yeah. That's the very end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a cool post credit scene. <laughs> they just showed it in the mid credits. I thought it was a mid credits, but you're probably right. Oh, okay, where do you guys put this one? Uh, like a C, because it's essentially the same thing as Iron Man's post credit scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're starting yeah. the Avengers Initiative. Yeah. See. Yeah. See. It wasn't so. anything different than we. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Um, Winter Soldier, the mid credit scene, uh, foreshadows Avengers: Age of Ultron. Baron Strucker uh, and List makes their way through the facility where the serpent is being studied and approaches a pair of holding cells containing Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Oh, fuck yeah. That was awesome, too. And she smacks her hand together and it turns black. And then the other one is the disguised Winter Soldier infiltrates the Captain America exhibit at the Smithsonian and, um, Mm -hmm. and comes across a memorial for Bucky Barnes. Yeah. I give that one an A. A, just because yeah. the Scarlet Witch thing, Quicksilver, I'm taking a leave it, but the Scarlet Witch thing was fucking awesome. The the X Men one was the one where they're they have the the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch and they're kind of, they're like shaking or whatever. They're like they're in the cell too, right? That's Are they in um, the cell too. No, Scarlet Witch has never been introduced in an X Men movie. They never introduced they Quicksilver's been the X Men, but never Scarlet Witch. Okay. Yeah, the one you're thinking about is is the end of Winter Soldier, where they're is that okay? Is yeah, that they're moment. experimenting on them, and they're in their like cells, and they're like shaking, right? Well, they're he's like, like speeding around like in his little cell, and then she's like she's like making shit with her fingers. Yeah, and then she has okay. she she make she makes a little magic with her hand, and then slaps it, like kills it okay. or whatever, and then the screen turns black. It's actually a pretty badass scene. Yeah. Deadpool 2 is okay. where he goes back in time and kills baby Hitler, I think, and shoots himself when he's yeah, reading the Green Lantern yeah, thing. Ryan that's Reynolds, an A for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It, <laughs> it has no implications for the future, but the Green yeah. Lantern thing alone was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Uh, Doctor Strange. Uh... Doctor Strange is a, a cut scene to Ragnarok um, where he's drinking. In a cut down scene from Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange oh. asks Thor why he brought Loki to Earth, discovering that they are searching for Odin. Strange offers to help on the condition that the two brothers return to Asgard once their mission yeah. is complete. So this, then, this is the one. Yeah, this is the he's one. Refilling the beer, right? The beer, yeah. And, yeah. And Doctor Strange refills the beer. And turns the. Doesn't he turn. Uh, the his hammer into an umbrella. Yeah. And yeah. then also foreshadowing Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness, uh Carl Mundo confor- confronts um Pangborn and takes away his magic, explaining he is doing so because he could see a long uh see at long last what what what's wrong with the world and there are too many sorcerers. Hmm. Where'd you put this? 
Um, I would honestly think that's a C. A C? Yeah. Man, post credit scenes are not faring well. Like, majority of these are C and Ds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, but it, I guess it's just a matter of how you're ranking because I'm going off of like import. I'm going off of like the importance comedy aspect of it. Like, that's why Deadpool gets an A is for just like the comedy aspect of it and how much I enjoyed it. But then also like importance of the events that it shows. And so, volume two was the Adam Warlock reveal right um guardians of the galaxy volume two in the pre-credit scene uh yeah um yes doesn't it just sacrifice. show the the machine that's building him or whatever adam warlock yeah it's adam warlock like it's foreshadowing guardians of the galaxy volume three and nasa tells her companion she is creating and being capable of destroying the guardians of the galaxy deciding to call her creation adam and then also peter quill walking into an adolescent sized group playing on the video games shows his disgust over the vines in Gert's room isn't this where thor smacks into the window too yeah or is that the end of ragnarok uh that's the end of thor ragnarok where Thor smacks into the window? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where would you put volume two, Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, probably C. I guess it really depends on when we find when we see Adam Warlock in this new movie, how badass he is, right? And then it could be a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. He says, well, yeah. the fans would put these higher up. You guys downvoting it, LOL. <laughs> I would put, you know, I I like that, but being a comic guy, I know who that is. It, it doesn't really reveal who the guy is. Anyone yeah. who doesn't read comic books isn't going to know who that is. They're like, oh, it's Cocoon. Yeah. And, well, you can't even really no. tell it's a Cocoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, mean, knowing from the comics, it's supposed to be a Cocoon, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The volume one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy volume one in a pre-credit scene, Groot dances to I want to be, I want you back. And the Jackson five as Drax the Destroyer sharpens his two knives. When Drax turns his way, Groot freezes only to continue when Drax looks away. Um, Which spawned so much merchandise. That and also the Howard the Duck. Oh yeah, Howard the Duck. I think that was Howard the last the one. Right? Yeah, yeah. That was I like Howard that the one. Duck. I like Howard the Duck. I I'd give that one a B. A B. Yeah, I'd put that yeah. B. The Hulk. That is the one where um, Tony Stark uh, and Thunderbolt runs Rock. into a Thunderbolt Ross at a bar and tells him that a team is being put together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That one was essentially the same as Iron Man. I would probably go A for that one. I'd go, I'd probably go B go, because it's the start of the Avengers initiative. Yeah, I would go one higher than we put the Iron Man one because it was the original to that. No, Iron Man came first. Get... No, the Hulk did. No, Iron Man. No, Iron Man movie. came first. Yeah, Hulk was oh, the okay. second movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the Hulk basically that scene is 
the same scene as the Iron Man scene, but with Robert Downey Jr. instead of Nick Fury. Yeah. If you think about it. See, I think you should put Hulk. I'm sorry. I was thinking of um, the Captain America one. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you put, okay. So then you'd put the Hulk one A. Or no. The the first Avenger Captain America one? Is that what, the one you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So the Hulk should be B. I think. Yeah. I think Iron Man, the original Iron Man, goes to S because that started it all. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'll just put that up there because I agree with you. Sticks, you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. Iron Man three. Um, Iron Man three. After recounting his battles uh, with Aldrich <laughs> Killian and his struggles with the post-traumatic stress disorder, Tony Stark realizes Bruce Banner slept through most of the story, thinking of nothing of it. Start begin telling another story, uh, much to Banner's chagrin. So that that's an that's a D to me. That doesn't even matter. Did you see your mom's comment? Yeah, that yeah. Ish found Hudson Hawk on Netflix. No, she's got to cancel her Netflix. Account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Iron Man two. Uh, Iron Man two was a cut down scene for Thor. Colson drives towards the center uh, in the New Mexico desert where someone's hammer has crashed and reported discovered in the Curie. Uh That one's going to be a C for me. A C. Yeah, that's right. It went Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, right? Isn't that the release? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, um, Age of Ultron... That one's going to be an S to me because it's Thanos getting the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to do it myself. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Avengers 1. Uh, Avengers 1 is on the, the reveal of Thanos. Yeah, the side shot. Returns his face. Of, yep. That's S. That's yes. here for sure. Black Widow. That's the... Black Widow is the reveal of... Um... She goes. She's standing at her... At her yeah grave site and uh, julia louis dreyfus says hey hawkeye is the reason your sister's dead yeah frontane it sends basically sends yelena after clint where would you put that one probably c c i don't know i I think more because i didn't because the reveal of julia Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll give think? it to you for B. That's fine. It's probably the only really yeah. good part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that kind of sets up the Win- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, the original Venom. I don't even remember what that one is. The it's the the the, the reveal of Cletus Cassidy. He goes to visit him in jail. Oh, yeah, and he's got that goofy-ass wig on. Yeah, that's a D. Yeah, that they got rid of for the movie. Uh, the Wolverine, I think. Is that the one where he he opens? Or is that a deleted scene where he opens the case? That's never even been in a movie. The one where he... Oh, yeah, you're right. That wasn't in the movie. That was, right, a, deleted that was a deleted scene, scene, right? They didn't ever put it in? Yeah, that would yeah, have been you're right. Awesome. Yep. That would have been awesome post credit scene. <laughs> uh, the Wolverine. 
post credits. Uh, let's see. Hey, we're almost through all these. Is that is that the one that leads into um, Day of the Future's Past? Where the Wolverine. Uh, yeah, foreshadowing X Men. Yeah, it, he meets him in like an airport. Yeah, the airport uh, security terminal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who meets who? He meets um, Magneto and Xavier. Professor X and Magneto. Okay, where oh, yeah. did you put that one? I, I'd go A. I like that one. Yeah, I'd probably go A. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is is that the one where uh, they put him in the quantum realm and when he's trying to get pulled out, they vanish? Uh, yes. Yeah, they and get then snapped. That's the an A for me. The giant ant is playing uh, Scott Lang's electric drum set. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll give you the a. Yeah. yeah, finding out that yeah, um, Hank Pym and uh, Hope were snapped. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Foreshadow X Men Apocalypse. You in Egypt? You have a crowd chanting to Inu Shabanur. D. Who is the telekinesis yeah. build the pyramids? Four horsemen watches from nearby. So D. that's the yeah the the apocalypse stuff oh. reveal. Yeah, yeah. D I mean, the apocalypse me. movie wasn't that great, but yeah, yeah. It's hard because I don't remember my like reaction when I originally saw that, but then knowing like, the movie that like came that scene after good, but the movie is horrible yeah yeah d give it a d uh origins yeah, oh where did it go? i spent origins wolverine um show that deadpool was still alive um uh, foreshadowing deadpool deadpool's arms slowly pull its implanted blades back into his body yeah. then it moves further in search Deadpool is seen Mouth no longer sealed, opening his eyes and whispering a short shh, revealing that he was alive. And then Wolverine, Wolverine is in a bar in Japan drinking shots of whiskey. After asking for another shot, the Japanese bartender asks him if he's an American. Wolverine responds, Canadian, I think. She then asks if he's drinking to forget. He replies, no, I'm drinking to remember. Uh, that's, a, that's a D. Yeah, is that the one, is that the one where Deadpool... Um, shushes the screen. Yes, I just said that. It's it, yeah. Sorry, I I lost Days of Future Past. Like it moved somewhere <laughs> in here, and I was searching for it as you were talking. Um, I had already I had already read it, and I and so I wasn't listening to you. I was trying to find stupid Days of Future Past. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amazing Spider Man. Is that the Sinister Six reveal? Yeah. Where, where they're like in the cells. Which movie? Yeah, they're all in that under Oscorp. Amazing Spider-Man, but it's not showing the people. It's like just has like Doc Ock's arms. Uh, that well, that's so. God, what amazing is Spider-Man Two, right? Yeah, yeah. What is the Amazing Spider-Man post-credit scene? Um, I'm looking it up right now. Oh no, that's the one where he's in the cell. Think... He's in the cell, and somebody. The bug thing is talking to him, right? No, that's um, that's fucking Shazam, dude. Uh, so 
it's um Kurt Connors is sitting in a cell and like the like masked man is talking to him. Oh, so it's nearly the same scene? <laughs> Essentially, but it's not a That's bug. That's the one I'm describing. <laughs> bug is, the bug is Shazam. Okay. All right. So where do you guys put that one? D. Agreed. D. Uh, is this Far From Home? Or is this Homecoming? That's Far From Home. Or no, that's, that's Far From Home. No, this that's is Homecoming. Home. No, that's Far From Home. No, we already did Far From Home. It's right here. Under oh, yeah. Okay, that is Homecoming. This one's Homecoming. That is Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that one, I don't even remember what happens in that one. Spider-Man homecoming, Adrian Toomes encounters Mark Grogan, uh, in prison. And he learns that he has friends looking to kill Spider-Man before being com- uh, confronted with the rumors about him knowing who the young crime fighter is. Toomes denies knowing Spider-Man's true identity and leaves to see his family. Then you have the Captain America public service announcement on the importance of patience and breaking the fourth wall. I like that movie because it fucking trolled everyone about basically yeah. making fun of you for sitting there waiting for an after credit scene. <laughs> so I give that one an A. Yeah, especially because Scorpion's going to come, dude. Like I'm so excited for that. Scorpion's awesome. He's probably never coming, just FYI. They're saying that he's supposed to be a focal part of the next trilogy. Nah. I I hope I hope you're wrong. Where would you put this? Uh, I said like I said I think that's an A. I agree. Yeah. Just Six? for the troll factor. Stakes you good with that? A all the way. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, I so agree sp- with that actually. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Two is the one that shows so, the underground cell. This one has two. It's the underground cell that shows. Um. Yeah, he's going into it and it shows the doc Ock arms and uh all that the sinister six yeah, stuff but it, and... but it also has the reveal to peter parker that his dad's still alive oh shit i forgot about that mm, yeah i try to block that movie from my memory the only good thing about that movie is the gwen stacy death scene because they did it so well <laughs> i don't know where would you put that one uh we never got the follow-up so to me C. it's a d yeah, we never got the follow up. Yeah, I'll give you D. I'll give you D for it. If we got a follow up, maybe it would have been. Be- no, fuck, that's not the one I want. If we got a follow up, maybe it would have been better. I'll give you D for it. You know, who knows? We might get a follow up. We don't know. Uh, Thor: The Dark World. Um, I want to say that one was funny. Or no, was that the one? Was that the one that showed the dark world in the mid credit scene for Shadow and Garden of the Galaxy? Sif enters uh, the ether uh, unaware that he is planning to track down the remaining Infinity Stones. Yeah. Ether uh, to Tavin unaware that he is planning to track down the Infinity Stones. While entering several collages in her London flat, Jane Foster sees a portal open in her balcony and runs outside to find Thor, whom she happily embraces. Meanwhile, a flock of birds attempts to flee from the fr- frosty. Uh, yeah. The- oh, it's the it's the troll scene where they're kissing. Yeah. 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 D. That was dumb. D, 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 D. All day Ds. The original Thor. Ds, yep. Ds, 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 Ds. Um, 
Nick Fury welcomes Eric Selvig to S.H.I.E.L.D.'s facility and after showing him the Tesseract, asks him to invent the ob- or to investigate the object further. Selvig agrees, unaware that his mind is being controlled by Loki. B. Yeah, I'll give it a B. I'll go B. Ragnarok. B. That's the Thor on the on the on the windshield. Um Yeah. Right? No, that's Thor on the windshield is part of the movie, isn't it? No, Thor Ragnarok in the mid-credit scene, foreshadowing Avengers Infinity War. Loki visits Thor in his quarters and asks if he's going to Earth. And is a good idea as a large spaceship appears in front of them. Um, Thor Grandmaster attempts to place the citizens of Sakaar by declaring the revolution a draw. I remember that. Yeah. Where would you put it? Um, I would say it's an A and <sighs> I'm gonna Sticks. say B. Sticks, where's it Man, at? I don't even remember that. I don't remember. I don't either, even remember so that. Even... Yeah, it's just it's it's like the um Thanos' ship appears in front of them. Oh, when they're on their ship. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the start of Infinity War when they're when Thanos is invading their ship. Yeah, all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember it now. Okay. Um, this one is—is this the last stand? Which one is this? No, first class. X Men First Class. Um. Damn it! I wish it made these pictures a little bit bigger. I don't think just uh first class. No, that's apocalypse. Yeah, that was the lead into apocalypse. So what was the what was the apocalypse post credit scene? It was um, whatever it was. It's a D. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it. You know, go D. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, one one good thing. Oh no, we got Dark Phoenix after that, didn't we? It probably leading something to Dark Phoenix. Now the Last yeah. Stand. That's this one here. Horrible movie. Oh, but the post credit scene yeah, is. The end is 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 professor xavier in the hospital bed right yeah that was fucking awesome which i don't understand why they never saw that through why did he never become onslaught it will ever fucking just boggle my mind yeah i i don't know either but it was still fucking awesome i mean yeah i remember when that came on i was like i think they forgot what they were i think they forgot what they were teasing that movie, that that, that franchise movie. never knew what the hell they were. No, like, yeah. they were all over the place. Yeah, so but Guardians it was still an Galaxy, awesome scene. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is actually the Stan Lee Watcher. Is it? I like yeah. that one. Where'd we put that one? We put that one in Did C. On I think the Stan Lee thing, we should move it to a B. Because I really like that one. Yeah, we can boot Because remember for years, everybody was like, Stanley's a watcher. I think C is good. Oh, but yeah. The last, stand, the last stand for me is an A. It's the only good part of that movie. But it's up to you guys, whatever you guys decide. Because we got to get into our Moon Knight talk yeah, real quick. Yeah, I wouldn't give it an A, man, honestly. I'd, 
I would give it a C because it never goes anywhere. That's true. It, like they yeah, go into apocalypse. Scene, never, yeah, never ends. Yeah, it, it, Where did it go? never. The foreshadow of him C. becoming onslaught never comes to fruition. So C. But do you guys see where it went? <laughs> no. It, oh, here it is. It went to the right place. <laughs> yeah. My mouse has been like hopping all over okay. the place. All right, there's our end credit scenes. That was fun. That <laughs> yeah, <it> was quick. <laughs> I tried, man. Did you see I didn't fight back like it, at all? <laughs> yeah. All right. That's let's... hard because you got to really remember what they were. Yeah, and the problem is is that um is that I researched this when I made it, which was like three weeks ago, or whenever Morbius was. It was like a week before Morbius yeah, was keep, coming out. Getting pushed and pushed and pushed. So when I researched it, I was like, okay, I remember all these. I had all the sites open to like check back on them in case we forgot something. But that was three weeks ago and a little unprepared. But uh, next, Moon Knight. Episode two of Moon Knight. Which I've, finally, been hearing, I've been seeing a lot of crap about this. We Well, we finally get to see where Moon Knight takes place in the Marvel line. Um, where's that? How do you see that? that? It's on the bus when he's fighting the the jackal. Mm-hmm. It's on the bus. What does it say on the bus? Um, they're talking about... Uh, one of the, I believe it's one of the corporations that they're talking about in Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and it's written on the. No, no, sorry, it's uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. They're talking about um, the company that they're trying to rebel against, um, the Super Soldier people. It's been so long. Since oh, seen okay, okay. I need to watch it again because I usually watch these shows twice before we start to review them. The, I so this show's been getting a lot of like this episode specifically is getting a lot of flack because they're saying that they reduced Moon Knight to like like a satirical like Deadpool type when he becomes Mister um, no. Mister Knight Mister Knight like it's a little too goofy and it kind of isn't true to no. what Moon Knight is to a character that's that's the bad stuff that I've been so, seeing online. Um, Stephen Grant fights an ancient Egyptian jackal monster in the streets of London. Part of that fight takes place in front of and into a red double-decker bus. While Kenoshu Avatar and I can't ever pronounce his name. Uh, Avatar. Yeah. Avatar on public transport um, probably didn't enjoy how the ride ended. It was a big deal for fans. The side of the bus provides us the first concrete evidence of when the show takes place. It has a giant poster for the GRC global. Uh, um, God, I can't see this global, whatever council first introduced in Falcon and the winter soldier. So they're the ones that are trying to put everything back together after the blip. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the group that um, is her name. Carly. Yeah. That's the group that she's with. It's not the one that's, that's, uh, or no, it's the group that she's fighting against. They want to put people that were blipped back into the homes that they left and the government, displace all the people that are current. Yeah, the governments in those of homes. the MCU world created the GRC in 2023 
after Hulk brought everyone back to help relocate those who had returned from the snap but found their homes and jobs occupied. As Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes learned, uh, not everyone approved of the GRC's methods. The Flag Smashers sought to destroy the GRC, uh, its resources, and maintain a world without borders. They all died in the pursuit, but the new Captain America gave a rousing speech on live TV to the planet about why the GRC needs to be better. So yeah, this this takes place um, after or around the same time as Falcon Winter Soldier, it looks like. So the multiversal thing has not happened yet. Correct. I hate that they do that shit. I really miss <laughs> linear storytelling. <laughs> you have to like sit there and figure out where it falls in the timeline. Just release it in the order that we're supposed to watch it, please. <laughs> well, because now we saw Loki and then No Way Home, and we're like, oh, man, where are they going with this? We're all excited for Doctor Strange. And then we have this shit that doesn't really do anything to, to, to tell us, give us any more information about the multiversal stuff that's happening. I mean, so, it's a good show. I like it. But the Marvel page on streaming sites has a category labeled Marvel Cinematic Universe in Timeline Order. And Moon Knight currently sits at the very end of its MCU timeline playlist after Hawkeye. That puts the Oscar Isaac-led show in the year 2025. Spider-Man No Way Home isn't available on Disney+. Plus. Will be soon. Next year, I think, right? Uh, I don't they know when made that deal with Sony. They made but, a deal with Sony to get Sony's stuff, but it has to go on stars first for like a year or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I like it. Good. I like it. It wasn't as clever as the first movie or the first episode. The first episode I thought was awesome because there was some cleverness to it. This one was a little bit more slaps, uh, not slapsticky. That's not the tongue in cheek. I guess you could say. There's a little bit more humor yeah. infused in this one. You did get a little bit more background of Ethan Hawke's character and kind of what he's wanting to do. Is basically, he's wanting to take away people's agency for the most part um, when when they bring this, uh, this uh, Egyptian god back um, who's essentially an enemy of, and I forget the, god, the Egyptian god that is Moon Knight. What's his name? Kanshu. Kanshu. It's Kanshu's enemy, right? This woman that well, basically you, you takes away that, everybody's free agency. Yeah, well, you find out that Ethan Hawke used to be was Kanshu's last vessel before Mark Spector, and mm-hmm. yeah. he seems kind of butthurt about it. And yeah. So he's trying to resurrect this other Egyptian spirit. Now, based on this episode... I kind of felt let down a little bit because I had read something before the episode premiered that was um, insinuating that all these different personalities of of uh, Mark Spector are actually different multiverse, more multiversal versions of him, like clashing together. No, that's just stupid. It's just crazy. No. I thought that was a no. good idea, but now now it's just it's. I don't know. I thought that was inventive. It couldn't pull it could have pulled that other storyline in eventually, but this kind of debunks that. But I like what they did with Mr. the the two different personalities as far as like Mr. Moon or Mr. Knight and Moon Knight is concerned, because Mr. Knight is kind of like, you know, 
the version of this character be- believing, kind of trying to believe of Steven kind of believing in himself and what he can do when he believes in himself as to where m- the yeah. Mark Spector Moon Knight is more the the classic warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the thing it does is it gives each character their own. So Steven is the Mr. Knight and Mark Spector is the, the classical Moon Knight. But yeah. there's other personalities so within him, right? Separate him. Doesn't he have to go in a lot more? Yeah, but you can. Con- I mean, you can say that Kanju yep. is um, a, a personality. Well, everyone keeps calling him a different name, right? So, like the security guard calls him Scotty. Yeah, and like the the one girl calls him something else. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's still. I mean, there's only six episodes, so I I have a feeling that the next episode's gonna yeah. have some pretty big reveals. Apparently, it's, episode four is the big one. Is the big one, huh? So they have mm-hmm. two episodes, which that that tracks. I mean, I feel like WandaVision, Loki, like when they had two episodes left, is when shit hit the fan. It, it seems to be that they're that's their model, right? Because was the last was this was the third to last episode of Hawkeye the Kingpin reveal? The no, dude they they introduced the Kingpin no, the, in like the third episode, yeah. But just but just his uh, it was only wasn't that only six episodes? Too? It was just his voice, yeah. It was it was just his voice, his, vo- his voice, yeah. The th- fourth the episode, episode wasn't there something the huge that happened in the fourth episode? The fifth episode was the, the video, the, right? The video reveal. Yeah, the was video the, reveal at the end. Was the video reveal of the fourth or was it the fifth? I think it was I the fourth. And the fifth one, um, was because it, it was like a two-parter, right? The fourth and was the fifth. fifth one where there where she's like confronting her about the video. I no, was, um. God. I can't, I can't remember now. No, it wasn't that long ago. That's really uh, bad that we can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't watched Hawkeye since it came out. Yeah, but it was not that long ago. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I just know that the end of this fucking last episode was the stupid. Song Steve Rogers song. <laughs> Episode you four like was Rogers, the musical. <laughs> all right, I can do this all. Episode day. four. Episode four was when they're fighting on the rooftop. Yeah, so it's the and that's the Yelena, the first the the Yelena thing. Yeah. So episode, five episode five is the video. Is the video. Episode six is the what? um. Actual is kingpin. actual kingpin. Okay. So, but they get the Rolex watch back in episode four and stuff. But they kind of have a model that they're going for. So I, it doesn't surprise me that episode four is gonna be the big one. The big one. The yeah. big one. My thing is, is that this show ends. This show will still be no. The last episode of the show, and then Doctor Strange hits or. Does this overlap? Um, 
Let's see. We're on episode two. So that means four weeks. Three will be the 13th. Four will be the set, the 20th. Five would be the 27th. Six would be the day before Doctor Strange comes out. So I kind of hope that the, that the last episode of this has some sort of like lead in or some sort of connection to Doctor Strange. I don't think it will. Being that they're so freaking close. And then what's the, and then Miss Marvel comes out. Not Miss, is it Miss Marvel? Is that the name of the show? Yeah. The Was show. that come out yeah. like three weeks later yeah, or Ms. something? Uh, no, I think that doesn't come out until after Kenobi, right? Yeah, it comes after, after Kenobi. Is it Kenobi that comes out three weeks later? Isn't there like uh, a three week window and then something else comes out? Well, Kenobi's May 25th. Well, Kenobi comes out on the 25th or 27th. Or no, so that tracks. That's about three weeks later. So, and yeah, Miss Marvel doesn't come out until June. June, June 8th. June? Okay, so, yeah, there's usually like two to three week windows in between each of these shows. So, so three weeks later, Obi comes out, and then probably three weeks after so that, Obi comes out, out the 27th. It's about three weeks yep. later after, after Moon Knight's final episode. Yeah. So, and I'm not sure how that tracks with Obi Wan to Miss Exactly Marvel, three weeks. Yeah. That's usually, that's, that's been the theme is that, there's usually a new show. One of these kind of the Star Wars or Marvel shows. There's usually three week intervals. And then Miss Marvel comes out, or sorry, yeah, Miss Marvel comes out uh, three weeks after or two weeks after Kenobi. Yeah, starts. Yeah, so th- there's that's that tracks. That's usually the history they've gone with. I don't know. Um, this this just leaves a lot of questions. Like, first of all. So has he been having these split personalities his entire life? No. So when so. did he when did he marry that Mark's... girl? And who is the primary? Is it Mark or is it Stephen? I don't think he did. He didn't no. marry that girl. I, you don't think? I I think I think Mark. They say in this episode that Mark is using Stephen or or this body. He doesn't really say Stephen. He says I'm using this body as a vessel. Yeah. So Mark says that? Yeah. So when the hell did he marry this girl? <laughs> Who knows? I actually they're actually that, married because there's divorce papers in it. I think that Mark is the primary and Steven is is I don't know. Cuz I know when the I comics know, Con, when when Mark the is comics, the primary in the comic. Can't you talking to him? Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, Sticks. What were you saying? Yeah, what were you saying? I was gonna say when when Kanshu is talking to Mark, he says he says to him, "I thought you said he wouldn't interfere." Yeah. That that leads me to believe that um, Mark used him because he knew he was um, docile. You know, he was passive aggressive or whatever you want to call him. He was, you know, he would. It wasn't someone that was going to put up a fight. But then does that mean they're going to re kind of work his backstory and it's no longer going to be that no. Mark well, Spector was killed and Tanju already... resurrected him? They, they said that. They said he raised him from the dead. Yeah. He saved him. So whether he's a spirit that can inhabit people, 
but maybe. that doesn't make sense because they, this woman believes stuff too. this yeah. woman believes that that he is in fact mark i guess she looks he looks like him so well yeah he's got the or that's who she knows is but he's got the passport and stuff well we the other thing is we don't know how long mark specter has been in this body so you don't yeah. know how long he's been right. going through all this. Maybe it is a multi- yeah, multiversal thing. That... Maybe his personalities are coming from other mo- other no, universes. I don't think that's the case. I think he's definitely like. Yeah, I don't think that's it at all. I don't know. There's a lot of questions. Like, how long has he been the split personality thing been going? Who's the main thing? If it's always been Mark, when did they get married? But see, like in the comics, it's it's Mark Spector, but the the identity that is um steven is more he's a of a rich dude like he's not this you know gift shop worker he's a rich guy he's basically bruce wayne essentially yeah yeah and i understand why they did that to kind of separate the batman the batman uh similarities they're really wanting to separate the batman thing from this ziggy says he's the same He's the same look for all of them, but different suits. What? I don't, I don't know get what he's trying to say. Yeah, so the thought is that Elaborate. there's going to be a third person that shows up in this conscious. So they'll leave a third moon night. The mirror, the mirror thing is a cool idea. Are they kind of arguing with each other? Yeah, that's the mirror. That's... Yeah, that's been done before in other in other stuff. But yeah, that's good. That was a good idea. I kind of like it's... how it's like a prison, like because because remember Stephen was saying I can't move. Like he, it, it it seems like almost like that is like a like a prison. Well, it almost mind. feels very much like a um um Doom Patrol scenario oh. where all these personalities live inside this body, and then they like they just take control of the vessel. So essentially, yeah. Stephen is part of Stephen and Mark are the same person, but maybe Steve is his past side, and Mark Spector buried that side. And then when he died and was resurrected, these, you know, his personality shattered or splintered, and now Steve, you know, they all live within him. So they're different entities, uh, you know, try or possessing the same body. So Steven is the more docile, um, nonviolent part of the same person uh, of Mark Spector. And then Mark Spector is the, the soldier as that's why when he gets like the Mr. Knight costume, he gets super strong and he gets all this, the powers of Moon Knight, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. And then Mark Spector takes over and changes costumes. Do you think it's going to explain why their costumes look so different? Well, I think one is more kind of like the debonair, debonair, brash, kind of like, you know, educated. I think it's just to separate the two characters. Maybe. Yeah. Well, what's the reason for in the comic book? Well, it doesn't matter what the comic book is, right? I mean, well, I'm just saying like they're two two different, you know, they're two separate things. We're here. they're, they're, They're combining them. You know, like like the the wife, the, I think the wife they said was a combination of uh, Mark Spector's girlfriend and 
the wife from the comic books and they just kind of melded them together to be one person. Yeah. So that's I have the a kind feeling of thing we're getting here with him. I have a feeling that we're going to be asking a lot of questions throughout the duration of the show. <laughs> kind of oh, like yeah. Loki and WandaVision I mean, I'm not where even it's just constant 100%. questions. I've never read Moon Knight, so I don't know, you know. Yeah, I have no, I, I have no, hundred percent um, know what's going on. I have no prior experience so, except the, the, the Mister research I did before this. Yeah, um, the Mister Knight costume is an iteration of the character that works with the police to investigate crimes. The hooded and caped Moon Knight really was all about beating criminals to a pulp. Mister Knight's persona presents themselves as a concerned citizen who represents Moon Knight, but passes himself off as another person. We're guessing the Marvel Universe cops just didn't ask many questions. Because he's in a suit. <laughs> so he's more of like oh, he's the detective. <laughs> so essentially he's more of like the detective side of Batman, rather, and then the hooded suit is more the the vigilante just beat the shit out of you version of, of the character. Which let me ask you, Matt, is his is his costume starting to are you starting to like it? No, I'm not. Still don't like it? I still don't like it, no. I did like the crest on his chest where you can pull it off and he kind of throws it and it was very Batman esque from this newest movie. I don't know. So far, are you guys excited for the next episode? Yeah. There's not oh, much yeah. to say about this one. It kind of, I mean, you do get some reveals as far as Ethan Hawke's um, uh, priorities and his and his motivations and stuff, and then you do get to see a little yeah. bit more of the action stuff. Whereas the first episode kind of like didn't show you a lot of the action, right? Yeah, I had you turn away. So that was that was nice. It was a little bit more action packed, um, but it just raises more questions. There's more questions, and we're not yeah. going to have answers probably for another two episodes. <laughs> Fuck you, Marvel. Probably not. <laughs> Keep me awake at night. All right. Well, I'm excited for the next next few episodes. I think we've said enough about this, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I Do mean, you guys have was... anything else? There, I mean, I don't feel like there's much more to say. Well, I mean, the episode was kind of more the same of episode one, where it was more focused on Steven and you really only got to, you finally got to see him mark specter in action towards the end of the episode but it was more of him just like leaping across buildings and then basically impaling the the jackal on that spike that was awesome. and then him finally taking over control and what looked like he was stomping out the the steven persona and and taking over the host and and basically staking claim to the host which kind of made me feel like that's where they were going with this is it's all the same personas, you know, different personas inhabiting this one body. And like when he died and was resurrected, his, his consciousness kind of split into these different personalities. So then you have the, the more everyday man that can work in the public in Steven. And that's why he's so prominent. And then Mark Spector is more of like the get shit done kind of guy yeah. and that's why he's kind of hiding in the background because he's got all the sketchy shit and stuff so i definitely think that that is his wife and i think they were married probably before he gets killed yeah and then when he gets killed and re gets resurrected that's kind of where we're at is everything splintering off now 
Because you can kind of see that Mark is the only one that's getting any sort of backstory. Yeah. So that's what leads me to believe that he is the prime. I mean, we learned that there was that he killed a bunch of people in some other country. I don't remember what it was. Um because the cops were looking him up or something like that, and he's the one with a wife. You don't have any backstory for Steven, except that he's a gift shop employee. Yeah. Leads me to and believe that Mark is, is alpha. He's the main one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Anything else you want to say about this show, Matt? No, I mean, it's got me intrigued. It's... It's not quite what I thought it was going to be. I still don't dig the the Moon Knight. I liked the Mr. Knight costume. Like that was like the most comic book accurate costume we've gotten so far. But I'm not digging the the actual like mystical Moon Knight the bandages just wrap all over him costume. Yeah. I'm all right with it. I want but. Venom to come in contact with him. <laughs> and, well, I think the other this like, costume and a Venom Venomized version of this would be fucking awesome. <laughs> what was the point of him taking those moons off of his chest? He didn't really do anything with them. And you see him putting them back on after he like impales the jackal. Like he didn't throw them at the jackal. He didn't really do anything with them. Like I just I don't know. I don't know. But I'm digging remember. it. I'm here for the long sound, haul. It doesn't sound like you're digging it. <laughs> no, I am. It's six episodes. And, like I am. I'm the opposite of Max. Max was like, I, I liked it, but I don't. I'm not digging the, you know, the Steven stuff. And I kind of like the Steven and and how it keeps you guessing and how he's trying to figure it all out too. But I'm just interested yeah. to see where it goes. The Steven yeah. part, I think, is the most is intriguing it? of the whole thing because he's the one that seems the most damaged, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so to me, that's the one I want to learn the most about. Why is he so damaged? Is he has he been around since since the birth of this of this body, or or well, is he someone thing, new that's yeah. come around after the death experience, or whatever it may be? That I have questions about Stephen. I don't have many questions about Mark. Well, the other big cue is that his wife, Mark's wife, talks about his relationship with his mom, and Stephen keeps trying to call his mom, but his mom won't answer the phone, mm-hmm. and he keeps leaving her messages, but she's not. You don't ever see her return her calls, his calls. You don't ever see your answer to the phone. So that goes to tell me that something happened before Steven was around. So that kind of another key that leads me to believe that like when he was resurrected, his his personalities broke Split. apart. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're on I think you're on the right track. So all right. Stakes, do you have anything else you want to say about this? <laughs> no, I'm 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 in this show all the way to the end, so I like where it's going. You know, there's a definite mystery there and a lot of stuff to kind of give us in the end, so and Steven is goes. kind of like his camouflage too, because like Steven allows him to operate yeah. in the day on you know, under this guise while Mark Spector is helpless. Yeah, and while Mark Spector is kind of doing all the background work, doing all the heavy lifting in the background. My favorite stuff. The, the one thing I'll say is, go ahead. Uh, the one thing I'll say is I think Steven must have some idea of what's going on because he keeps shackling his leg. And he's got the sand. He puts the sand around the bed. 
Yeah, I he think must know something. Or he's confused as to why he keeps waking up in random places. But it's almost as if yeah, he's being teleported. Yeah, I don't know how that's been going on. It's almost as if, as if he's being teleported somehow. Because he goes to sleep, it's well, nighttime, it's and then he wakes up in in that village and gets the scarab. But it can't be because later he finds the scarab. Yeah, but if you remember, and he goes back in dialogue, it says that he's been gone for like four weeks. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Really? These are my favorite yeah. Marvel properties that just keep making you ask questions these are my favorite things that they come out with instead of the straight linear stuff like shang chi and eternals you don't ask a lot of questions really i'm pretty sure it's four weeks because he goes back to the gift shop and they well it's four days well it's four days because he four days he talks to her on thursday sunday and it was supposed to be friday yeah yeah they were supposed to have their dinner on friday and he he, he's over there on sunday yeah so he's been missing for four days and then even when he goes into work they're, they're saying we haven't seen you in the last four days so yeah it's four days not weeks yeah yeah but all righty well that's hey <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's it but... that's the end well we, I, sticks and i both watched halo but i we'll we'll talk more about halo when max is here yeah, I don't have much that. to say about it. It's good. Yeah. It's good, dude. It, it sticks. You, um, you and I were talking about previously. Like you think it's good. Yeah, it's worth a watch. I think it's good. I mean, I not. I know. I know. If you're having trouble with it, if you're a uh, Halo gamer, problem is you got to go into the show. Not you got to drop the name Halo. You don't worry about it being a Halo show. Watch it as if it's a sci-fi show. Yeah, not Halo, because it deviates. I think you'll like. I think you'll like it better. And it has to deviate because if you think about Halo, like Halo, the 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 or the campaign mode was awesome, but there's no character development, right? You're just kind of thrust into this and fighting things, and there's not. But the story's awesome, but it just doesn't work for a TV show that needs backstory and needs character development. The game doesn't have that. The show needs to deviate from the game, and if you can separate it yeah. and understand that this is different, <laughs> it's great. I love it. I look forward to it every week. <laughs> I, I, said, I, I love I, the I alien like lady butt, big and juicy. Yeah, this last episode, you get Master Chief's butt. <laughs> God, I don't need to so see Leftover's Master probably just as, just as uh, happy over Master Chief's butt. Yeah, he said Master Chief's butt first. He said Master Chief's butt. <laughs> um, this is the guy that people are clamoring to play Wolverine, Dingles. isn't it? The same guy? Dingles. <laughs> isn't this the same guy that some people are saying should play Wolverine, Master Chief? seen his know, name thrown around for something. I haven't been watching uh, the show. Watch it, Matt. It's an easy no, watch. No, I'll wait. I'll wait until the first season's done. All right. Fine. Fine. Stubborn. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you if you drop a halo off of it and you just watch it, if, if you think of it as just as any old sci-fi movie that you go in to watch, I think you'll like it better. It's actually easy because they don't say halo in, at all in the show. They keep calling it a ring. I don't know yeah. if you caught that. The ring. The, the ring. The ring. We need to get the yeah, ring. Blah, 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 blah. The ring. Never Halo. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's it's good. I, I like mean, it. in the end, it's going to be a Halo because it's going to light up. But Yeah. 
That's and probably the, the last episode. He's like, "Oh, it's a halo." End credits. <laughs> it looks like a halo. <laughs> da, da, da. Da, da. Oh. Yeah. But yep. all right, guys. I think that's what we're gonna end the show. Um, almost four hours in. Jeez, Louise. Thanks everyone for checking. Yeah, Kyle so checking wasn't us, even on. I know. <laughs> you're checking us back on the playback. Please make sure to like and subscribe button if you like the content of the show and you want to see more. Um, turn notifications on. Leave us a comment down in below uh, if you liked our rankings. If not, if you disagreed with any of our rankings, let us know why uh, in the comment section below. And so, and we really get a kick out of your nasty comments. So keep leaving yeah. them. <laughs> I guess yeah. They they create a uh, great dialogue. Remember to go to get your twenty percent off Manscaped plus free shipping promo code A Geek Podcast at manscaped.com to make sure your balls are fresh. Your wife, husband, or significant other will thank you. And uh for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I am Lance. And that I'm sticks. <laughs> And remember, if you want to hear more from us, you can download us on any of your podcasting platforms. And we'll see you guys next time. All you freaks and geeks. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to your mom. Come Shout out to Aaron. Freaks, Shout geeks. out to Leftover Zaggy. Shout out to Zoe. Shout out to everybody. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. You all. Spread the cheeks. And drink some Cosby wine. We'll drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time on the app.